You don't, you don't like, like, uh, you diamond or anything? I mean, you know, you know, diamond's fine, I guess. You have home? <laughs> what do you... I'm not gonna turn on Neil Diamond and just be like like rocking out. You listen to Neil Diamond when you when you exercise. I do. <laughs> I do. I do. I dead serious, and, and that's what I was gonna bring up was like I was trying to figure out why I listen to this stuff. It really gets you pumped up. Like you like to like you do you get like like you hit your like personal best on like your Nike training app, like, <laughs> like Sweet Caroline. <laughs> Dude, this is what it is. Is. Uh... Like an old fighter that I used to watch was uh, Yoshihiro Akiyama, and he used to come mm-hmm. out to. I wrote it down. Um, time to say goodbye. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's you've a, seen. Have you that's seen a Neil Diamond song? No, that that's a that's a Sarah Brightman. It's okay. Like that. Have you you've seen Step Brothers? Yeah, I've seen. I've I've heard Step Brothers. Yeah, you know when they're at the <laughs> the Catalina wine mixer. Yeah, and yeah, they're like Catalina wine mixer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like playing the drums that song. Yes. That this fighter used to come out to that song. Oh really? Yeah, and it's like this like juxtaposition, you know what I mean? Like uh, okay, I like that. So I think that maybe that's why I like those songs. It's like that's, so that gets you that gets you hyped. Yeah. It's like you're like gonna not be... not like heavy music or like 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 really intense rap or anything like that. Like nope. yeah. Neil Diamond and such. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You can appreciate that, right? No. No. <laughs> No, definitely not. <laughs> oh, dude. If I put that on when I was trying to run, like, I don't know how that would make me feel, but I feel like not great. No, man. Trust me. You know what I would rather listen to? And if you disagree with me, then you're fired. <laughs> the Rocky theme song. No, I'm do you to... forget how the Rocky theme song goes? Yeah, I do. I do. do you really? Oh, my God. Your buddy Brian messaged me. All about Rocky on the weekend. Yeah. Oh, 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 he just like constantly. Okay, so for those of you at home, uh, Brian is a friend of mine. He also is my personal trainer. Um, and he likes to message Brent on the weekends. So <laughs> He was messaging me all about Rocky and how he, dude, he, he is the funniest fucking guy. He loves Rocky. I love Rocky. Who doesn't love Rocky? Dude, I'm going to read you what he says. Okay, go ahead. All right, this is what, this is what Brian says. He's going to be excited about this. Shout out to Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, why are you up so early? I literally crawled out of bed because my dog was hungry, and now I'm watching Rocky and wishing I was a millionaire, but I don't want to do anything about about it. Go Rocky. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I mean, that sounds like Brian. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, that works. Yeah. I mean, well, Rocky's awesome, see? Yeah, dude, I can appreciate Rocky. But can you appreciate all of them? Um, oh, wait, are we doing a quick movie review? Yeah. All right, quick movie review. Rocky 1, how many dinosaurs? Uh, five. How, Rocky 2, how many dinosaurs? One. Rocky 3, how, wait, what? Why? I don't know. Rocky 3, how many dinosaurs? Rocky 2, he won, right? Yes. Okay, and then Rocky 3. Club of Lang? I don't remember Rocky Three. Ice tea. Uh, ice tea. <laughs> ice tea. <laughs> ice tea. Mister T. <laughs> Wish ice tea was in it. <laughs> uh, I don't remember it, so it's getting four. Uh, Rocky Four. I don't remember Rocky Four at all. Rocky Four is the Russian. What's the newest one that's out? Creed. 
Oh god, there's so many other ones, isn't there? Yeah, I don't know. That's the problem. Is like after one and two, I think. My, yeah, I don't remember. Uh, Rocky three and Rocky Rocky three is good. Rocky four is ridiculous. Rocky five is eh. I used to like Rocky five a lot when I was a kid, but I really don't give a shit about it now. Rocky one is the obviously the king. So what's the one where they're like they're they're the very Running ending on the beach? Nope. Oh. The ending where they're. <laughs> <laughs> Which which Rocky are they like fighting each other at the end and Eye of the Tiger Eye of the Tiger comes on? I think all of the Rockies. Is that all of the Rockies? I think every single one of them ends that way. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, so that's the one you like? Yeah, dude, I guess I like them all. I'll give them all I five. Hope. Collectively they get five. That's it. <laughs> okay. Alright, that's good. That works. You Wait, know, hold on, let me see. Let me see. Hold on, let me see. I'm gonna give you a quick rundown. Okay, uh, Rocky, first one, 1976. That's the original. You know that one. Yeah, that was a five. That's an easy five. Yeah. Uh, Rocky two. Soon after proving himself, even with a split decision, lost to Apollo Creed, Rocky expects the good life to follow. He marries Adrian and begins spending the money he earned from the match, but after he fails at both, uh, and after a series of low-weight jobs, he realizes that the only way he can survive is to begin boxing again. Um... For the first time, Rocky is declared world heavyweight champion. Dude, how sad is it? Like, I don't know. In my mind, I remember, like, as the as it went on, he just seemed yeah. more and more punch drunk, right? I guess. Adrian! But as it goes on, it's just like, how much more of that story can you tell? You can only be, like, down and out for so long, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's a it's a such a good movie. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna rewatch it. That's how good it is. It's a, which one? The first one? The first one and the second one. It's fantastic. I don't it's really so care good. about the rest. So Rocky three. Now the thing that always used to kind of bother me a little bit about the Rocky sequels is that the beginning of each Rocky sequel is always like previously on Rocky. Oh, like it's a fucking TV <laughs> show or something like that. Yeah, they show like they show like the last like like 15 minutes of the last movie. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't need this. I just watched the last movie. I don't, I don't need it. You know like what's it's, crazy? It's like that, a soap opera. That does not work in 2018 just based on no, everyone binge watching. No way. You don't need recaps. No, you don't. Even though if you ever watch a like a stupid reality show or something, after every commercial, they show like the four minute recap and then like another four minutes of original footage after that. Yeah, it's not even four. It's like two minutes. It's like yeah, four it's minute so recap, two dumb. minute. Oh, dude, that's so frustrating. So dumb. Okay, so Rocky III, uh, after winning the heavyweight title, Rocky takes advantage of his newfound wealth and fame, appearing in multiple advertisements and television programs. Uh, and then, of course, this has Clubber Lang. It has uh, Mickey's Heart Attack. Um... And, and Apollo uh, helps Rocky to train because he starts to get soft. And, and Mr. T is just, like, furious with Rocky. And he's just, like, wants to kill him. He just, like, wants him dead in the, in the, in the ring. And then the film ends as they each throw their first punch. So that's the end of <laughs> See? It's, it's already trash. That's trash. Yeah, well, that's what happened. Yeah. I mean, Mr. T is awesome in that movie. And Apollo Creed is, like, so lovable in that movie. Dude, I used it's to watch A Team. I used to watch A Team at my yeah. grandma's house. Yeah, because we would just watch like reruns of old shows. Yeah, I used to watch the A Team. Dude, great. I fucking love Mr. T. It was so good. I used to have an A Team van when Did I was you? a kid. That was the best thing. It was like one of my favorite toys. It was so good, dude. 
All right, Rocky IV. Yes. All right, 1985. So we're still, what, like another 10 years away from your birth? Yeah, <laughs> we're nine <laughs> years away before. <laughs> After winning back his title from Clover Lang, Rocky continues to live the good life. Now, in Rocky IV... Um, Who writes these descriptions? I don't know. It's on Wikipedia. Rocky IV, okay. Rocky has a fucking robot at his house. What? Do you remember this? It's no. like a robot that like goes around and like serves him and shit. This is nineteen eighty five. There was no there was no AI. This you know, like there's no artificial intelligent like robots and shit. So are you saying that uh garbage. very progressive. Oh garbage. <laughs> Total garbage. Cause then he fights like if uh Ivan Dra- Drago Drago. How did he say it? I forget how you say it. Fucking The Russian guy. Yeah. Dolph Who- Lundgren. Yeah, Dolph, Dolph, whatever the fuck. Dolph Lund- and then he's like, he's like punching that thing that shows like how hard his punches are and shit like that. It keeps, it's like a thousand, two thousand, five thousand, ten thousand. I'm like, what do those numbers mean? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. I don't know what it means. And then, uh, and then at the end, like Rocky is like, um, he's like in the ring and he's talking to the fucking Soviet Union. He's like, why can't we all just get along? And then they all chant USA or some shit at the end. What the fuck? Dude, yeah, that's so stupid. If there's anything that we, we know about Russians and fighting. Is that they love to chant USA? Yeah, they love to chant USA. <laughs> they, they don't take anything to heart. Right. Once the fight's done, right. it's over. And then uh, and then Rocky V, in the aftermath of uh, the, the Drago fight, he's diagnosed with brain damage, brain damage and is forced to retire. Wait, can you get diagnosed with brain like? I don't I know. I don't know if this is just poorly written. <laughs> uh, but but he was he starts training all the boxes and then he he, he meets Tommy Gunn um, and begins training him, which results in a strained relationship uh, with Robert, which uh, which is Rocky Robert? Rocky Junior. It's his kid. Yeah, unfortunately, as Tommy begins his rise to fame under Rocky's wing, a sleazy fight promoter named George Washington Duke convinces Tommy that Rocky's holding him back. So Rocky challenges Tommy outside. I remember the street fight and the two proceed in a bare knuckle street brawl and Rocky wins. Um, eh, I lo- I liked that movie a lot when I was a kid, 1990. Um, I don't know if I could watch that today. Man, three years later I was born. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you missed them all. And then and then they have Rocky Balboa, which came out in 2006. I never seen I watched- it. I watched like five minutes of it and it seemed okay. And then Creed came out and I didn't watch that, although I wanted to. And then Creed 2 came out and I didn't know. Creed 2's not <laughs> out know. yet. No, I didn't know Creed 2 came out. Isn't it in theaters right now, maybe? Maybe it's yeah, out by No, now. it came out in January 2016. Oh. What? Yeah. Whoa. Okay, so hold on. So now you know all the plot summaries of all these. Let's give let's get an official dinosaur rating on all the Rockies. Rocky one. Five. Rocky 2. 5. Rocky 3. 0. Rocky 4. 0. Rocky 5. 0. Rocky Balboa. 5. Creed. 0. Creed 2. Loved the trailer. Actually watched the trailer. Thought it was brand new. 5. Wow. No middle grounds. <laughs> <laughs> they, really, they really fucked up there in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you gave the Rocky, Rocky Balboa one a, to a straight up zero. I just like the name is the thing. The comeback like film was just, you didn't appreciate it. No, I like the fact that they went with his full name. Mm. 
Yeah, just to just in case you forgot yeah. who Rocky was. Yeah, who uh, Rocky? Who? Because Balboa is going to make it easier. <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought I knew who I was talking about. So you said that last name. <laughs> Damn, dude! You know how good Creed Two looks, though. I mean, both of those Creed movies look awesome. I just haven't watched them yet. Yeah. There's something I wanted to share with you. Just thinking oh, yeah, about what's that? well, so I talked about Yoshihiro Akiyama coming out to yeah. that one song. Yeah. And then recently, Darren Till started coming out to Neil Diamond. Sweet Caroline. Oh. oh, fuck Sweet Caroline. No, dude, dude. No. Fuck Sweet Caroline, except yes. for, except for, like, his walkout in Liverpool, yeah. his yeah. hometown, is fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. And they're playing that song, and it's just like, everyone else is coming out to, like, hard rap music and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then he just comes out to this song. Alright. Do you want to... What does he want to... What does he want a medal for that? <laughs> dude, it's great. It's... it's. No, it's not. Yeah, dude, it's 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 like a minute. Get out of here. Sweet I said Caroline's it to you. played out. No, dude. It, oh, dude, don't say it's that. played out. And you know what else? You know what else, too? At Fenway Park, they they play Sweet Caroline like in like the eighth inning or something like that. And, and every do. single Boston person in the world sings along with it. And I was there over the summer. <laughs> it was like me and my dad, like a couple of like New York Yankees fans. And we were just like, oh God, kill us now. <laughs> Dude, oh man. See, to me, that's fucking so great. Oh, I don't know why. Get out of here. It is. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, you don't like that? Stop it. Stop that it's nonsense. Dude, I just sent it to you. I'm not watching it. You're not watching it? No, I'm not watching it. Zero dinosaurs right now. <laughs> don't even care. <laughs> Dude, what if I told you it was it was Madball? I would watch it, but that doesn't. Oh, what's the point of you telling me that? Yeah, that's true. Because then I would be like, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. It's aggressive music for an aggressive sport. Dude, I uh, now I'm stuck looking at this. I got You should have told me it was like I don't know, like friggin' uh, Chris Isaac or something. Who the fuck is Chris Isaac? <laughs> He's a popular singer-songwriter from the 90s. Chris Isaac. <laughs> you ever hear that song, Wicked Game? It's a great song. I think I've seen, I've heard the him cover of it, maybe. Did him do a cover oh, okay. of that? I don't know, maybe. I don't listen to that garbage. You don't listen to him? <laughs> I only listen to him because, like, I'm growing up watching, like, Jackass and stuff. That's what I figured, yeah. Yeah, definitely him doing like, a cover You of like that. CKY also? <laughs> 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 C-K-Y-M, <laughs> the, the uh, graphic designer version. Wait, wait, C-M-Y-K? Yeah. <laughs> wait, what is what is the song? Uh, uh, Wicked Game, Chris Isaac. Oh, no, it's yeah, like I know that song. And, yeah, yeah, it's a great song. I mean, him's now, version you, is better, but... If you told me that a, a fighter walked out to that, I'd watch that. I'd watch that right now, and I would comment on it and say how great it is. But the Sweet Caroline bullshit, I don't want to know about it. You know what, though? Yeah. Is is he comes out to Sweet Caroline. Mm-hmm. The other fighters are all coming out like they're fucking the toughest dudes in the world. Yeah. He comes out smiling. Yeah. He's got his hands out to the crowd. Everybody's singing along. Mm-hmm. And his record is 3-78. and 78. No, I don't know. He he, crushed, <laughs> he crushes the dude. He crushes. Like, yeah. And then they play Sweet Caroline again. <laughs> <laughs> this was disappointing. And he's come out to Phil Collins as well. I have no problem with Phil Collins. Damn, dude. You might like the Phil Collins when he comes out to Phil Collins. Uh... Dude, Phil Collins' greatest hits? Solid. 
Yeah. Solid. Solid. My first. You know what's a great song? Easy Lover. Phil Collins? Yeah, it's Phil Collins and somebody else. And the, whoever whoever he's doing the duet with is, is even better than Phil Collins. My introduction to Phil Collins was I went to see Tarzan in the theaters. Oh, wow. You got the best of Phil Collins. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, who is this guy? Oh, wow. All right. Hmm. Okay. Also grew up listening to Kenny G. That, you did? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Oh my god, I feel like I'm saving you. Right like, I just like, this is, this is... Jesus Christ. Dude, wait, you don't Kenny like Kenny G, G, man? Who does? What? Oh my god. That wait. sweet sax, man? So, so you just, listen, listen. I played saxophone as a child. Not like Kenny G, you didn't. No, not like Kenny G. <laughs> you no, played the sax as no, a kid? I have no problem, yes. I have no problem with saxophone. One of my favorite things in the entire world is like sexy sax and like 1980s yeah. songs, you know? Yeah. You know, like whatever, you know? Yeah, you've seen um, that guy like like playing it in the mall. Dressed love it. up. Yeah. Love it. Like a little fucking careless whisper. So what's you your problem what with Kenny G? I, like, it, it, there's no, I don't know where to start. <laughs> I'm speechless. What do you mean? With, like the same problem that everyone else in the world has with Kenny G. It's it, it, it. There's no reason to like it. There's just none. Great hair. Yeah, you like the hair. Great personality. His hair. You know who's got better hair than him? Cher. The weasel. The weasel. You Holy talk shit. About, yeah. Yeah. Similar, dude. Hair, similar but better. Weasel hair. The weasel. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So hold on. Because we really got to get to the meat and potatoes of the show. But um, oh yeah, we're I just need to know what about. What about Kenny G? It was so appealing to you. Besides his hair, I guess. So like when I'd watch TV at my grandma's house, uh-huh. if you were on the, the the guide, which was like channel yeah. four, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It would just play Kenny G. It would just play Kenny G. And I spent Jesus a lot Christ. of time looking for something to watch. Because you know when you have like mm-hmm. 10 channels, there's sure. nothing to watch. I you had like, like Canadian 1, Canadian 2, Canadian 3, right? <laughs> <laughs> do you know did you ever have like uh peasant vision no what is that it's like four channels you get like news <laughs> peasant vision yeah like fox yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> dude even when i grew up when i was a child and i like had a black and white television i still had 13 channels <laughs> and it was like 1985 no dude we had like we had like four channels for like the first 10 years of my life like it was oh like my, we could the watch first like ten years. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was like two thousand and five. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Maybe not ten years. Holy shit! Def- People had like smartphones by then, almost. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you like, you were inventing the smartphone. Holy shit! Yeah, I invented the smartphone in two thousand five. Dude, you're still trying to like get off of like like bunny ears on your television. You know what? And this is kind of a perfect segue because this person should feel even worse for calling me uncultured because maybe I'm uncultured because yes. I grew up so so dirt poor. Even though we weren't we weren't dirt poor, we just didn't oh have we didn't God. have TV. Um, Wait, but hold on, hold on. I just need to say this. Okay, this is this is our new this is our new we got we got a name for it now. It's called the Hot Minute. This is when we answer all the quick questions. Now I just want to point out that in one of the earlier episodes, I called them quick hits. And that is because I had just listened to an excellent episode of the podcast Axe to Grind, in which they call it Quick Hits, and it was bouncing around my head. 
Um, so I needed to correct that, come up with our own name because after I listened back, I was like, oh shit, I just stole that from them. So totally fixing that right now. <laughs> yeah, man, you addressed it. So now it's, it's fair. Yeah. So now it's the hot minute, which is, but if you like, if you like hardcore music, go listen to Axe to Grind cause it's awesome. Okay. Go ahead. Continue. So, uh, earlier we got somebody messaging in saying that I'm uncultured and they right. kind of, they came at me hard. Right, right, right. And they were right. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. And so I kind of, I brought it up on a podcast and I pretended yeah. to be pissed off at it. Right. And now you're sitting here telling me that you're trying to prove how cultured you are by saying that you listen to Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, whoever, whoever wrote in and said you were uncultured and then wrote in and apologized, please retract it. <laughs> no, I feel so bad that this person feels like they had to write in. And oh, apologize. God, Canadian apologies are making me tired. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote and he You're says, exhausting. You feel bad. He feels bad. She feels bad. Whatever. Like, oh my God, just pick a friggin' thing and stick to it. All right, fine. Fuck this guy. All right. Thank you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I can continue to be uncultured and they can continue to call you uncultured. And that's just how it's going to be. That's the world that we live in. Um,. I'll continue to pretend like I'm like I'm cultured. <laughs> Do you think you're cultured? Eh, I mean, I grew up in New York. That's as far as it goes. Yeah, so really, like, uh, <laughs> kind of. I'm as cultured as New York allows me to be, but it's not. I've never been to Europe. I've never, you know, like I've never been to like other countries or continents for that matter. So it's it's like I've been to other states and cities, but you know, I, I'm not a big traveler, so I don't know how cultured that could make me. Have you been to Canada? No. I'm not allowed in Canada. You're not allowed in Canada? No. I, I, got, I got to the border once, and one of the first questions they asked me was whether or not I like Kenny G, and I spit in their face. <laughs> they, they told me to go back. <laughs> you know what? If anything, this podcast has made me realize maybe I am uncultured. Like, we bring up so many topics where I'm like, I have no, yeah. no reference to any of this shit. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what happens when you're uncultured. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> in episode eight, you talked about starting your own agency and creating invoices. Recently, another freelancer gave me some advice in regards to invoicing to add some fake numbers to the invoice to make it look like I've done, I've done more jobs. Do you feel like doing small things like this actually tricks clients into thinking you're more experienced or is it all BS? Another example would be saying we in, instead of I to make your company look more legit. Yeah, that is the, these, this is good um, because uh, this is like one of those like um, those like cliches that people make fun of but don't really call anybody out on. Um, I was on the uh, working not working overshare podcast with Justin Genak and he. I said we, and he called me out. He's like, you're just doing that shit where you say we, but it's really I. But as you know, and as everyone else knows, like we do have people that we work with. So mm -hmm. when we say we, it actually means we. Um, there are plenty of people who say we, and I personally find that extremely irritating. Um, if you are an I, say I. Like if you can do all this and you're one person, say I. Take credit for what you're doing. You I think – would you think if you're at a point like this too where you're questioning whether you should say we or I and if you say we, your work probably doesn't resemble – like it should be more impressive than it is saying we. 
No, because just because you have more people doesn't mean it's better. You know? Yeah. I feel like as a solo person, I've done stuff that's been better than other studios or agencies and, mm -hmm. and vice versa. You know? Like it's 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 totally fine to be able to say I versus we and, and there's nothing wrong with being kind of like a lone wolf versus a pack. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's just two different things. Um, if you're trying to make yourself seem bigger and then plan on getting bigger, then that's another thing. Yeah. You know, um, then you're just kind of like setting the table for something that's going to eventually occur. And then like in terms of doing that shit where you're like invoicing, changing the invoice numbers, like it's kind of unnecessary. Like who gives a shit? You know, like here's a perfect example. Um, I've switched invoicing softwares multiple times. Sometimes it allows you to input like numbers. Other times it auto does it. Other times like it has its own system. So if, if I'm working for 15 years and then I switch over to like QuickBooks, you know, freelancer edition and everything starts at 1001, I don't give a shit. I just want to get paid. I don't care what the invoice looks like. Yeah. It could, it could just say invoice number one at the top. Like no one's good. Like if I'm doing good work and I'm responsive and I am res responsible and I am acting the way a graphic designer or business person should act in that scenario, it doesn't matter what it says in the invoice. There could be a picture of a clown on it that says happy birthday. It doesn't matter. You know, as long as it says what you did, what the cost is and how long it takes to pay it, you know? So like there's all like those little tricks to make yourself seem big. But I think that comes from a place of insecurity mm -hmm. of, um, People who just aren't, um, you know, they feel like they're not legitimate. So they have to keep adding these things to keep making it seem like they're legitimate business people. Um, but if you're doing the work and you feel good about the work that you're doing, then all that extra shit, it doesn't really matter, you know? And, and it, it, like sometimes invoicing software starts at like 1001. Sometimes it starts at one. Sometimes it could, you know, like it could be 101. Who's to know that someone didn't know that? doesn't know that you did a hundred jobs before that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like those numbers are so insignificant. It just doesn't even matter. So there are tricks to make yourself maybe seem bigger or more experienced than you are, but those are not the ones that you should be doing. That I think the tricks that you should, the tricks to make you seem bigger and better than you are is basically pulling that fake it till you make it shit where someone's like, Oh, can you do this? And you say, yeah, of course I can do that. And then you teach it to yourself over the weekend before you start on Monday. Yeah. That's yeah. the way to do it. If you're going to fake something, that's what you're going to fake. Because that's, that is actually going to help expand you as a person and as a designer. Um, and it's going to just expand the skill set that you're able to provide. Um, as long as you don't have to prove anything, then you're okay. You know? But I would, I would lean more towards those tricks than you know, these, like, all this little bullshit. And then if you feel awkward about it or you feel like someone's going to call you out, then that's just like another thing that you don't need to be lying about to or to worry about, you know, like just like worry about getting the job done, worry about getting better, worry about, you know, getting paid. Don't worry about all this other nonsense. I guess if you're invoicing him too, like you, you did the job, you're getting paid. Yeah. You don't even have to put a freaking number on the invoice. Who gives a shit? Yeah. You know? So this next question. Yeah. So I think, uh. This is the this is the perfect question for us to lead to start leading into our Halloween themes that we're about to dive into after our hot minute. 
We gotta change Trademark. that. We gotta change you don't that. You like it? No, you like it. <laughs> hot minute. No, I like it. It's gonna be good. It's the hot minute. Yeah, it's a hot we, twenty minutes. We need... <laughs> no, it's quick. That was quick. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I was watching The Last Man on Earth this weekend to get in the right spooky mood for Halloween. Imagine how pumped I was when I saw the lettering, Jim. When I saw this lettering, Jim. Yeah. Yeah, now we'll, we we got to we're we're going to post this on uh, nosecast.com, but this is like this is like um a lot of these old movies have such amazing titles. Yeah. Like and and before kind of like the soul bass title sequence really became uh, like, you know, like changed the game. Like a lot of these titles were just so beautiful. Um there is a website that has an archive of all of them. Really? Yes, hold on. I'm going to pull it up in a second. Now, I'm not going to pretend that I didn't think that he was... Originally, when I read this, I thought he was talking about The Last Man on Earth with Will Forte. The TV show? Yeah, with Will yeah, Forte. Yeah, I figured that you would think that. Which I love. Of course you do. So I was disappointed when I clicked through. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you think you were going to say? I was hoping to see like Will Forte, Last oh Man God. on Earth, which is also a pretty nice, pretty nice logo for... Uh, Title is sequence. it? No, it's not that great, but... Yeah, I didn't think so. How do you even get to this? All right, here we go. Okay, so if you want to see a lot of these like beautiful, beautiful, beautiful title treatments, go to, um, uh, I guess, I don't know how you pronounce this, Anyas, A-N-N-Y-A-S.com slash screenshots. And we'll post a link to that too. It has a beautiful collection of movie titles, um, and the last the, this like la- yeah, yeah you see what I'm talking about. This like um, this last man on earth shit is just. I wonder if you got it from there um, because it's it's amazing. It's so good, dude. Holy fuck, these are amazing. This King Kong right? one, yes, yes. The the archive is beautiful, so they did a good job of putting that together. Oh, but that kind of like that kind of leads us into the other thing we want to talk about was just kind of like the aesthetics of some of these things and like the mm-hmm. aesthetics of horror movies. And all right, so what is you what is your favorite horror movie? So I get so scared. From I knew movies. you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna. No, say no, no. So so my girlfriend Such loves horror chicken. movies. No, I do. Yeah. I do. I get creeped out. I don't like being creeped out. <laughs> I like being able to like stay up late, walk around my house whenever I want, and not think yeah. that something's gonna fucking attack me. Nothing's gonna attack you. I know, but what do you think's gonna attack you? Fucking, I don't know. Recently, the nun, maybe. The <laughs> nun. Oh, dude. Did you go to Catholic school when you were a kid? <laughs> no. Then the nun's not gonna bother you. <laughs> yeah. Um. My favorite horror movies is Insidious. Insidious I, is is awesome. And it's new. I get it. It's not old, but. What's yours? I don't know. I, well, I love the title treatment for Insidious. Yes. Like yes. when it pops up and it has like the like the, the violin, like that sounds, you know, and there's like the light with like the 3D kind of type and it's just like red. Yeah. It's so good. It is so creepy too. It's fantastic. It really is excellent. I mean, oh God, I have I, I have favorites from all different time periods. My favorite, like, 
scary movie of all time, though, is also recent. The Witch. I've never seen The Witch. The Witch is amazing. The Witch, for so many years, I was just like, how has no one done a good old-time witch movie? We've had vampires and werewolves and mummies and fucking whatever. <laughs> but The Witch has never been done right, you know? You get like Hocus Pocus and all that what kind of shit. What about Blair it's Witch? Like, yeah, but Blair Witch is like... They don't show anything. Yeah. But Blair Witch is also modern. Mm-hmm. In like it's it's not it's not witch like I want like witches on brooms yeah you know dancing around fires and shit like that yes and the witch has it and it's not cheesy and they have all the cliches in the movie and it is not cheesy it is just awesome from start to finish this is awesome dude because that's something that definitely creeps me out like that idea of like a witch over the over the fire over the the um. The cauldron? Yeah, man. Yeah. Like throwing stuff in and like cackling. I mean, I don't find that don't scary, find scary at all, actually. Dude, but she's like, going to throw you in, man. Nah, no, she won't. No, I'm too oily. They're never going to mix into my stew. Um, the uh, this, this movie in particular does all of that stuff, but actually does make it scary. Like it's it's fantastic, and there are a lot of there's a lot of movies that have come out recently that have been throwback. Um, like they've had kind of like that throwback sensibility to it. Like one in particular is the House of the Devil. Have you ever seen that? House of the Devil. Yeah. No, I'm thinking of Devil's Rejects. No, that what that's pretty good too though. Rob Zombie, um, House of the Devil is beautiful in the. Um, the aesthetics that they use because it's kind of like an 80s throwback and it just feels so nice. The entire you know movie? I mean? Yeah. The type, everything about it. And the yeah. poster design, everything is just so good. Dude, this poster design is really sick. It's fantastic. It's so good. But yeah, I, I, I love all that shit. Even the, um, that other new movie, what's it called? Uh, the wrote a no, someone wrote a question about it. Um, Hereditary. Hereditary. Yes. Did you see Hereditary? No. Another good one. Now, that movie has like a lot of really good creep factors to it. There's like one or two things that kind of pulls me out of the movie that I don't remember offhand, but I remember seeing it. I was just like, eh, that, that wouldn't be... It, it, it feels like a little less... Uh, like it, it doesn't feel perfect the whole way through, but 99. 5% of that movie is beautifully terrifying. So are you scared when you're watching? No, I don't get scared. I don't get scared from scary movies. You know why? Because the further, the deeper I got into being creative, the more I paid attention to the visuals of horror movies and appreciated them for their aesthetics. Yeah. And when you're looking at that, you don't have... I feel like it, it almost takes you out of it to the extent that you're too interested in how it was created as opposed to what the story is. Okay, I was thinking about this actually today. Um, watching like uh, Jason Wan. He mm-hmm. seems to always do like a camera pan and then a quick mm-hmm. pan back yeah. and there'll be something behind the person. Right. And so there's no cuts. Mm-hmm. So I would feel the same way, but they still freak me out. Yeah, I mean, there, there's so many... 
See, that's the thing too. Like, there's been so many good recent scary movies. I think, like, even um, uh, my favorites are always the uh, anthologies. And there's a there's a couple that came out recently. Like, did you see VHS or heard? Or have you heard of VHS? No. That's a pretty good anthology. There's also Trick or Treat, which came out, which is an excellent, excellent anthology. Um, Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. It's kind of like it's it's Trick or Treat, but it's like there's like an apostrophe before the R or whatever. Um, that's a really really good one. Another one is um, Tales of Halloween. It's just there's so this is like this one scene where it's just kind of like a like a devil. It's like this devil guy, like while he's like trick or treating with like this weird little like demon kid or whatever, and it just like it's a cut to him, and he just does like an air guitar, and the soundtrack just plays like this air guitar, like this like electric guitar solo for a second, oh, and it's just like so dumb and so cheesy, but I'm just like that is fucking awesome. It's so it's just so good, you know. <laughs> so I love all sorts of shit like that where it's like self aware, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, but also like really creepy at the same time, you know. Which almost scares me more. Yeah, like that. Well, yeah, because it's like honest almost. That's you know? definitely what it is, man. Yeah, there's like this small little moment where. Ugh. Yeah, it's so good. I I I I love all that shit. Have you watched Haunting in Hill House? Uh, no, my wife just finished watching it. I haven't seen it yet. She said it was good though. Okay, I've only watched uh one episode, but mm. scared the fuck out of me. I don't yeah. want to ruin it for you, so I won't tell you anything. So when you when you when you get scared of these things, like you're actually not walking around the house at night. I am, but I'm You're kinda of like running from room to room, like hitting the light switch and shit. E definitely. <laughs> definitely. It de- it depends. Like I'm pretty I feel okay in my house because I know yeah. my house. Yeah. But like Yeah, I definitely like when I when we used to live at like my parents' house and stuff like that. Like it, uncomfortable okay so here's a nice little segue so you have your copy of brand by hand right yeah okay so in my house like i i think i mentioned before it's an old schoolhouse it's converted schoolhouse from the 20s the basement is like all cinder blocks it's just it's very it's got high ceilings and it's all cinder blocks and it's just it's very dingy and dark yeah no windows there are windows, yeah. yeah, but like at night, it's just, it's dingy and dark, and it's definitely creepy if you want it to be creepy, because it's big. It's a big block basement, and there's like weird spots where like things could be hiding, you know what I mean? It's not like a big square room. No, no, oh, there's, there's, yeah, and I have no problem going down there. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. I go down there at 3.30 in the morning sometimes. And I just walk down there. I don't turn the lights on. I'll flick them on at leisure. I have no problem with it. Um, but I want to point out something. So in the brand by handbook, right? Yeah. Out now. Get it on Amazon. <laughs> um, on page 178. See this picture? Yeah. So there's a picture. It's, it's, under, it's under the horror um, chapter. That was shot in my basement. And dude, you got to tell me more now because now I'm fucking creeped out. So this picture right here, if you yeah. can see it, it's a shadow of like a weird creature. Yeah. That's me. 
<laughs> I had like I I had I had like this um, background image from one of the one of the projects that we did, but we couldn't get clearance for it for the rights, and uh, and I was just like, I need a really good, I really I need a really good photo for this background image for the horror chapter, and I couldn't figure out what the hell to do, so I went down in the basement like one of those like like like. 11th hour type things. Yeah. And I went against one of the walls and I started, I blasted myself with light from the back. Um, actually, wait, no, it was just the natural light that was in the basement. So it was daytime. Like, no, no, no. It was nighttime. Okay. But like the light that was coming from the other side of the basement. Yeah. And I didn't turn it on from one side. So it was just only one sided. And that is the shadow that it creates. Dude, so and no. It, this is this is this is me wearing one of my wife's summer hats, <laughs> making like weird like like a weird claw thing with my hands, and I shot it with my iPhone. <laughs> in your head, your iPhone's in your head right there. It's in my hand. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. no wonder you're not scared of your basement, man. You're the fucking ghoul down there. I'm the ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great photo. It came out sick, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's like genuinely creepy. Man, here's a side note from from Brand by Hand. You look exactly like your mom. Yeah, yes I do. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But as I as I age, I start to look more and more like my dad too. Like my head shape and everything like that. So like my face, like my eyes and stuff, that's my mom. Yeah. But like my head shape and everything, especially since I'm like like I have no hair. Yeah. Is definitely looking more and more like my dad. Like my, it's so funny too. So we had the like the launch event at Parsons um, on Thursday. Yeah, and and you know like my cousin came and, and um, my brother in law and my sister in law. Like my brother, like we had a whole bunch of us there, and uh, we were joking about it. And my cousin was just like, "I thought that was your dad's hand. That looks just like your dad's hand." But like that's how like, yeah, that's, it's so funny. Like that like genetics shit, you know. Because I can see that you look like fucking the sledge, but... Oh, yeah, totally. But you definitely look like your mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. I look a lot like my mom's father's father. That's interesting. Yeah, there's like an old picture of him where it looks like me. And it's it's so funny because that's... What is that? Like fucking three generations removed, you know? Dude, what is it about... Unless you know them, but old photos of anyone? Creepy. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Terrifying. So creepy. Lifeless. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I guess that has a lot to do with the methods of photography, right? Because yeah. you just got to sit there for like 45 seconds. And just yeah, have like, you seen those? Like they have like braces and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. To hold people's heads like <laughs> while the photo's being taken? What about those um, post-mortem photos? Mm. That shit's fucked up. Yeah, man. It's just like, let's take a picture, one last picture with little Jimmy before we bury him. Oh, dude, that is so creepy. It's so creepy. How can you have that photo, like, in your house? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, 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 I don't know, dude. It's fucking, it's weird, man. I don't know. That, like, there's, this, this, it reminds me, like, this is another thing that's in the book, too. There's, like. It, it talks about like the Stephen King book cover that I designed. Yeah. And when I originally got the brief for it, I thought it was supposed to be um, a box set of his first three novels. But Is that why your was, sketches are three sketches? Yes. Interesting. So originally I thought it was supposed to be a box set of the three. So I was like, all right, if we're going to do a box set of the three, each one of these has to be 
differently fucked up. Yeah. So I, I just like, it, it's such an amazing thing. And I tell the story in the book too. So if you don't have the book, um, you're going to get a sneak peek right now, but go buy the book, please. And then rate it on Amazon and subscribe to the podcast. Oh, I still got to give us. you a rating on Amazon. <laughs> um, but anyway, like, um, I'll just never forget, like I'm sitting there in, in at my desk in my old apartment and my wife is watching all these serial killer shows like like on loop and I'm listening to black metal at the same time and like just like I was like researching like severed pig's heads and all this yeah. weird grotesque shit to just like get into like a horrible like horrible mindset yeah because I was like if I'm gonna do Stephen King book this shit's gotta be scary and um she goes to bed. I'm just like deep. I'm deep into like cadavers and fucking creepy shit. Dim you Borgia, fucking yeah. black metal and oh god, you know, like all, all that kind of stuff. And I I cranked out so many sketches and I got into such a weird place where I was just like in like murder zone. And I go to I go to I go to bed, I turn on Jeepers Creepers 2 is on TV. <laughs> And did you, ever, did you ever see the monster in Jeepers Creepers? No. Is that where they're driving through a field? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But it was Jeepers Creepers 2. Yeah. And the monster is like so fucked up looking. And I watched the entire thing at like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I remember thinking in my head, I'm just like, this was a very strange night. <laughs> and I lay down and I wake up the next morning and I felt so refreshed and so great. And all I did was just fill my entire night with like, like, like the horrors of humanity. Yeah. Dude, what the- I don't know. I woke up. I was like, wow, that was a really good night's sleep. <laughs> so then you, you, so you originally thought that it was a three, three, three. I seven. thought it was a, yeah, I thought it was a three. I thought it was a three pack. And then it turned into like a, like a, just a collection in one novel. And then it turned into like, let's not make it so scary. Let's make it a little bit more fun. Let's make it a little bit more light. Let's make it a little bit more you know, appealing for the shelves oh. and stuff like that. And it's, yeah. um, you can see like where it started and where it ended up. Um, it's still fine, but it's definitely way more friendly Yeah. than I originally intended. But like, I like all that shit. Like I use, I, there was one time where, um, I had this really bad cut on my finger. I forget how I got it. And I just started drawing with my own blood and I was like, fuck it, man, let's get metal. Oh yeah. Psycho you know? Bob. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I, was, I was just doing lettering with my own blood. It's so metal. What'd you write? You wrote... I wrote die. Yeah. D-I-E. You know what, though? Just jump back really quick. You're listening to all this, like, death metal and stuff yeah. like that. That's also why when I work out, if I do, like, high-intensity workouts and I listen to something, like, not, not hard mm-hmm. at all, yeah. to me, there's something, like, more intense about that. Like I, you just you feel like you're not, you feel like you can't live up to like the hardness of the other music. No, so it's like, like I could be tougher than this music. No, no, no. It's like look how hard <laughs> you can go when you're not listening to anything that's hard. That, that's true. And then what if you just put something hard on so you can go even harder? <laughs> <laughs> you're just like limiting yourself. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> so you told me something interesting. Now. Before you were a graphic designer and before you were a famous uh, barber, <laughs> um, you had a different job. What was that job? Yeah, so I was a porter at a hospital. What's a, what does a porter do? You move around like uh, mainly if you work like day 
days. They'll move around like equipment. They'll move mm. around patients to uh, like like uh, x-rays, things like that. That doesn't sound very scary. No, but then you also, you have to move bodies to the morgue. <laughs> <laughs> And the way this hospital was set up, like I worked, I was trained mainly nights. I only actually worked there like three months before I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. But three months of dead body. Yeah. Portering. Yeah. So like I would work night shift. So typically I'd start at like nine at night and then you'd work till like nine in the morning. It's like a 12 hour shift. Dude, you can't watch a scary movie without going to your kitchen and you're moving around dead bodies in the middle of the night. You know what, dude? Like it's surprisingly... You come at it very like from like a a business perspective. No, like a sympathetic <laughs> businessman. No, it's like you're so business. sympathetic to like yeah. the situation. Yeah, but like it was it, it's pretty creepy, especially like we'd start at like the way it worked was we would move everything in the basement of the hospital through tunnels, mm-hmm. and that's that, scary, dude. Even yeah, bodies and everything. So the night shift, the hospital's like uh, dead. The tunnels. Tunnels, that's, that's, I got a story. We can go into that later, but the fucking tunnels on the hospitals, it's disturbing. Especially like pipes running along the yeah. the walls. So yeah. we, like a part of our job on the night shift was like, hey, you got to go around to the rest of the hospital. Like parts of the hospital that are shut down that are just like taking blood in the day and stuff like yeah. that. Right. And you use these underground tunnels and you take elevators up and then you go like across like an atrium. Sure. And you have to get like laundry bins. And I would go to one end of the hospital where I didn't have reception on my phone or mm. anything. And then I'd have to go back into the tunnels. And I would always go down this, like, this one, th- this older section of the tunnels. And I remember always being, like, so creeped out at the beginning of those those tunnels. And knowing that it's, like, the old section of the hospital. Mm-hmm. And, like, after three weeks. So much death was down there. Dude exactly because yeah. I was telling somebody I just like I fucking hate going down that way like I started actually like going up and going through like the upper part of the hospital across to this mm-hmm. end of the hospital because I was like fuck this this tunnel this tunnel's creepy yeah. and there was specifically one that, it's like all utility rooms along the tunnel mm-hmm. and stuff like that and one room had like a little window and it was okay. like blacked out a blacked out window yeah dude and yeah. going past it every time creepiest fucking thing ever yeah Turns out it's the old morgue Oh. for like the old section of the hospital. Oh my God. And I learned that like three months in and I was like, fuck this job. <laughs> like, I'm dude, not it, doing... it would have been so much better if every time you were transporting a body, there'd be like a dude that you would always pass in the hallway and be like, oh. good day. <laughs> nice day for it, eh? Dude. You know, you... <laughs> dude. Every time you walk past, like he says something to you and then you just like, yo, what's with that fucking guy down in the basement? Like, There's no guy in the basement. <laughs> dude, there was like definitely stories like that where, where or, or you just like, you'd see people like across the hospital. Yeah. And you don't know if they're there or not? Like, that's the problem, right? Oh, Is Do man. you know if they're there or not? Even if they're like, hello. There's no, there's no way to, yeah, sure. There's no way to know for sure. Oh, dude. And then there's like stories of like, so we take all the laundry carts to the laundry room, which was like a giant, huge warehouse, laundry warehouse. Yeah. And I don't know if it was just like, cause I was new. People kept telling me stories about like a little boy that would always uh-huh. be in the laundry room. And it's like, uh-huh. you're working the night shift with one other person. Yeah. And they're taking one end of the hospital and you're taking the other end of the hospital. Okay. So you're walking around like by yourself in these tunnels. Yeah. It's so fucking scary, dude. I don't like that. I, I you, Okay, hold on. So, 
when I graduated from high school, I, I stayed in Long Island. Yeah. And most most of my friends went away to school, um, except for a few. And the people who stayed, like, we all kind of spent a lot more time together because we yeah. were the only ones left. <laughs> you were the left behinds. Yeah, we were the left behinds. We were the yeah. leftovers. So what we started doing was, like, trying to figure out ways to entertain ourselves. So we got into ghost hunting. Yeah. So we would do every type of urban legend and ghost story that existed in the Long Island, New York City area. That's so fucking cool. And we would research. This is like 2000, 2001. Um, so we would like research online all these stories and shit like that. And there was a place out in Long Island, out, out east, called Kings Park. And they there was this gigantic old, um, like, I, I don't remember, like, like mental asylum. Yeah. You know, for lack of a better term. Yeah. But it was like old school. And a lot of what we would hear about it would be a, a lot with those tunnels and all that shit. But then it would always be like, there's either homeless people or like KKK people in the yes. tunnels. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but like we would always go to it. Whenever we were bored, we would drive like, if we didn't go into the city, we would drive out to go go something out, out east Long Island. Goddamn. And so this place is a giant, giant abandoned building. And it's the only thing in the area like that. So when you drive up to it, it's just like you see the moon shining over it. And it's just this big, empty, gigantic fucking shell of a building that yeah. you was once like, like pulsating with troubled life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So on the way there... There's, so there's a campus, right? There's, there's this one giant building and then there's like multiple other buildings. On the way there, there's also a little bar that's there. And the bar is active. So we always would just call it like the vampire bar because it looks like it would be in like fucking from dusk till dawn or something like that. You Great know? movie. So you, yeah, oh, awesome movie. So when you, when you drive past it, you're just like, oh God, here we go. So we would go in there sometimes and some people were more scared than others. Some people would go in and break into it. Other people would like shit their pants immediately. I was somewhere in between. Yeah. Because I was, it, it had such a, such an intense energy. I did not want to go in. And I had friends that would go in. Yeah. And I had a friend, uh, my friend Sean, who would um, drive there all the time. Because I was like, I don't want to drive my car there because like, it's one thing. It's one thing if there's like ghosts, but if there's another thing if it's like actual people who are looking to cause issues. Yeah, you don't want your you know car I mean? fucked up. Yeah, I don't want my car fucked up. You, you what? You got a BMW? At this time, no, I didn't. I didn't. I had uh, I had a 1990 maroon Bonneville, Bonneville <laughs> that my grandparents gave me. Yeah, over I was gonna say cars. Yeah, it was, you know, it was nothing crazy. It had like a sticker on it that said NYHC. <laughs> With like a like a picture of a monkey on it, <laughs> so um, so so we get that like we go in there and everyone's got a different story. I went into the tunnels. I went into here. We broke into here. We hopped this fence. We did that. We did this. We did the other thing, and like I saw my breath. I saw the and of course it's like I saw my breath. It's like ninety five degrees that night. Yeah, you know. So everyone's just like, well, that's where the ghosts are, and that's where this is, and whatever. So all that shit always used to be so creepy. 
So um, there was one particular event, which wasn't even so much a ghost story as it was just a crazy thing that happened. So we're bored, get in the car, we drive out there. And my friend Sean was like, uh, he, he was famous for just being like a crazy, just a crazy person in general, but also a really good driver. So <laughs> we, so we, we, we go in, we go in and, uh, he starts fucking around. He throws on the e-brake immediately to like try and scare us. Yeah. Like, oh my God, the car just stopped out of nowhere, you know? Yeah. And no, no one's falling for it, but we're all still feeling a little iffy about yeah. the whole thing. So we get back in the car and we drive around and we drive right up to the fence, right into the main part of the building. So we all get out and I'm hesitant because I'm just like, I don't feel good about this. I feel like something's going to happen. And so there was four of us. So two of us get out and we're like kind of hanging around. The other two go and they're trying to hop the fence and they're doing all this shit. I look over and there is a figure in the distance. Jesus. And I'm like... Uh, I'm like, I feel like we should go, <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, you see a figure in the distance in a place like this. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So I see the shadow and the shadow is moving and there's like this, this like, like old Jeep that's over there and the, the shadow gets into the old Jeep and the Jeep turns on and it starts driving straight for us and I'm watching it and I'm like, I wonder if this guy is going to. Like if this is just like some dumb kid doing what we're doing yeah, or if this is like something else. So I'm like, yo, 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 get back to the car, get back to the car. So we start getting into the car and as we're walking towards the car, this Jeep tries to block us in and this guy jumps out who was relatively short and he pulls a gun. What the fuck? And he hops out and he goes, freeze, everybody freeze. And we're like, what the fuck is this? So we hop in the car and my friend Sean jams on the gas and rockets over the curb and goes around the car with the guy in it. The guy gets back in his car and we start chasing through this campus of this like abandoned asylum. So so Sean starts driving like a madman and we're like, yo, go, go, go. He's behind us. He's behind us. And this guy's chasing after us. So Sean's driving. He's making all these maneuvers and everything. And we get to this one part where there's like a stop sign and an intersection. He stops at the stop sign. Yeah, fuck that. He waits. He stops. He looks both ways. There's nobody around. <laughs> you know he what? Fucking... That does what? add up. Sean is a good driver. Uh, he, yes, he is a good driver. He's definitely a good driver. And I have another story that, that, that comes right after this that's going to cement it. And he pulls like a hard left. He's like doing all this shit, right? And he just starts driving. And we, we get lost all of a sudden. We, we lose whoever was, I don't know if it was a security guard. I don't know what the hell it was. Yeah. We lose this person. And now we end up down this road that we've never seen before. And it's like a dark and foggy night. And the only way that we could have gotten back to where we knew we were coming from was closed. It was like just like a like a barricade in front of it. We're like, we have no idea where we are. We don't have GPS. We're out east in Long Island somewhere. We just don't know, you know? So we end up on this weird road that is just like low-hanging fog. And this town that we've never seen before, you know, and there's just like this weird road work going on. And it's just like a couple of cars 
and like the yellow lights on top of the barricades that are just like illuminating the fog. Yeah. And just like weird, like misfit human beings, like just standing there with like reflective jackets on, just what? like waving us on like really slowly. And we just like slowly drive through these people who were like doing road work. And we're just in like, the middle of the night. Yeah. What the fuck? And we're just like, this is really weird. Now in New York, they do a lot of road work in the middle of the night because there's so much traffic. Okay. You know? So that's not the weirdest thing in the world, but like the way it all happened and then we, we drove home, it was just so strange, you know? It was just like a strange thing that happened. So we um, we start getting into this mode where we're just like, that's an adrenaline rush. Yeah. You know? So uh, You want like, someone we, else to pull a gun on you. Yeah, we're just like, we, we just want to start like getting into all this crazy shit. Like we want to find like what else like Long Island has to offer because... Really, you know, like, what can you do except, like, go to the club, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, and that's not what we were going to do. And so we hear this story about a hotel way, way, way out east in Long Island where a lot of celebrities used to go in, like, the 50s and 60s. I'm talking, like, Marilyn Monroe, Frank Sinatra. Like, Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> like, the whole, that, you know, like, that whole world. Yeah. You know? And apparently this hotel was abandoned and it's in the middle of the woods now somewhere. And uh, apparently it's really creepy. So through the use of um, oldie time message boards and local people and stuff like that, I get instructions on how to get there. Yeah. So we all decide that we're going to go and find it. So we have six people. That all wanted to go. Can't fit six people into anybody's car. So we got to take two cars. So in the cars, we have me, my friend Sean. He's driving, of course. And the car that the car in question for both of these was like a Saturn that his mom leased. Uh, <laughs> his mom like leased this Saturn. And he, he put like 40,000 miles on the car like within the first two months of her having it. Jeez. And that was like... That was like out of the lease term. So then for the next three years, it basically just sat in their driveway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So um, so it was me, Sean, this kid, Mike, uh, this girl, Lisa. And then in the other car was my other friend, Mike, who was my oldest friend um, and guitarist in most of my bands and his girlfriend at the time. So we all, we all gathered together, and I think it was like uh, a Burger King parking lot. Yeah. That's where we met up, and they were like, all right, you ready to go? Let's go. So we get in the car. We get on the parkway, heading out east, and my friend Sean's got, I don't know, 10 or 15 Red Bulls in the car that he's just been drinking all <laughs> night. <laughs> so as we're driving, um, I'm, in, uh, I'm, in the, I'm on the passenger side back. Sean is in the driver's seat. Lisa's in the uh, back, back side driver's seat. Mike's in the front side passenger seat. Is it a two-door? Two it was a four-door. Four-door four sedan. Nice. So so Mike and, and Sean are up front, and they had been, I don't know if they've been pounding Red Bulls all night or whatever, but they had been together since before any of us got there. Yeah. So we get in the back of the car. We're driving. Sean thinks it's funny to take the Red Bulls. And throw him out behind us to hit Mike while he's driving behind us. It is fun. So we're laughing about it. It's <laughs> we're all like 19 years old or whatever. Yeah. Like whatever, who cares? Um, 
So we find this other vampire bar looking place and we park the cars there. So we start walking and we're like, all right, this is the way we're supposed to go. You're supposed to walk through the cemetery. You walk through the woods over here. There's a hill, blah, 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 whatever. You have to go through so, a cemetery? Yeah. I'm already dude. out. I'd already be like, fuck that. Well, have I'll fun. tell you what, man. We start walking and the bar that we parked in to begin with was already very creepy looking because it was desolate. There was no one else parked there, but the lights were on. Yeah. And this is, at this point, it's like 1230 at night, maybe. So we're driving, because you know how it is, man. When you're like 19, 20 years old, like no one meets up when they say they're going to meet up. And then by the time you get to do anything, it's already like one o'clock in the morning. Dude, that's my you biggest know? problem with doing anything, like when you're younger, especially. Yeah. Like how sucks. long do you really have? And one kid's always like fucking the latest. Yeah. They don't show like, up yo, I'll be right there. Like two and a half hours later, he shows yeah. up. I'm like, yo, where yeah. were you? He's like, oh, I had to take a shower. I'm like, okay. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so... So that part is weird. So we start walking. So we get out of the car, we start walking, and we see the cemetery. So we start walking through the cemetery. Now, I start getting creeped out because every step I take is softer than the last. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just very soft ground, and it's just like making me feel horribly uneasy. Dude, that's a great way to describe it, though. Yeah, I did not like it. It was just very soft ground, and it made me feel awful. Um, so we're walking, and there is like almost like a like a cemetery keeper's house, I guess, with lights on, that we had to sneak past. So the six of us all sneak past this weird house, and behind it is where the woods start. So we get into the woods, we start walking. And now we're basically just walking through the middle of nothing. There's yeah. just woods in the... I don't know where the hell we were. I couldn't tell you. No idea. Uh, we, we had been driving for a while. It, it, Long Island's not that big. But when you're 19 years old and like the, the, the farthest you go is like 20 minutes east, west, north, or south. Like whatever, yeah. you know? Like you're far. Yeah. So we're out there. And we start walking. We're going through and all that shit. And... Uh, not seeing anything, and the scared level starts to go down the further and further we get, only because it's starting to get boring, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, part of, part of me is just like, dude, this is weird. We're just like literally out in the middle. Like, Long Island's not known for having forest, you know what I mean? So any type of woods is very strange. So we're out there, and so my old friend Mike, his girlfriend freaks out because she thinks she's getting ticks all over her, and she doesn't want to get Lyme's disease. yeah. So Reasonable. he's like, Reasonable. yeah, and so he's like, we're out, we're done, yeah. forget about it. So at this point, it's like 1.30 in the morning. We have been walking for like, I don't know, an hour, 45 minutes through these woods trying to find this frig. How hard could it be to find a hotel? Yeah. You know, in a forest or whatever this is. <laughs> Again, like there was, the, there was the concern that there might have been KKK in there. Yeah. I don't know why there's always KKK, but like I guess that's what they do. They like hide out in the woods. Like, <laughs> I guess they don't now, but they used to hide out in the woods. Yeah, now they um, march the streets. Yeah, now it's just like regular <laughs> everyday life. Yeah. Um, so so we're just like, all right, like whatever, we're done. Let's get out of here. So we start walking. So and you know how it is, like when you walk into something, you're like tiptoeing, you're all scared, like whatever. On the way out, you don't give a fuck. Yeah, you're like, like I might as fuck. well just like kick the headstone so it fell down. Like I don't yeah. even care. Like, yeah. I'm just like walking through like uh, this is stupid. <laughs> so so we're just like, okay, well that night was wasted. We did all this for nothing. So uh, we get in the car, 
Mike and his girlfriend take off because she's had enough. She's like, ah, I got Lyme's disease. I'm, this is horrible, you know? Yeah. So they leave. We're just like, oh, you guys suck. Like now I hated that. Like hanging out and, and then having somebody that's not into it. People just break off. They're just yeah. like, nah, not that. Yeah. Really so we're it. just like, all right, now what are we going to do? Let's, I guess we're just going to go home, you know? So they took off. They're gone. So now it's the four of us. So now keep in mind, we're way out east in Long Island. The traffic situation is next to none. There's, there's, not, there's not much going on because there's nobody around. So we're driving. All the roads that we're on are empty. So now I am sitting in the driver's side back. And Lisa is sitting on the passenger side right. Mike is sitting passenger side front. Sean is driving. Yeah. Okay. So we just switched the back seat thing. That's, <laughs> that's, the, only, that's the only difference. Yeah. Now, the reason why that's significant is because as we're driving, we go to get onto the Long Island Expressway to try and get back home. A car pulls up next to us of these weird four, like, like white trash, yeah, you know, like, they, they, I don't even know if they could be considered hillbilly because I don't know if, like, Long Island can have hillbillies, but they were just, they were white trash. Yeah, like they, to yeah. say the least. What were they you driving? Know? I don't remember what they were yeah. driving. I think it was like a red car, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, but so so these guys pull up next to us and they're being rowdy and we're just kind of like tired and not into, you know, like whatever. So they start they they start like looking at our car and like yelling at us or whatever. And then they start like um trying to like, you know, like get Lisa's attention. Yeah. He's like, yo, 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 like all that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, and she looks at us and she's like, do you guys mind if I just flip them off? And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. do whatever you want. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm already disappointed at this point. Yeah. I was like, whatever, what do you, if you think, if you think this is going to entertain you, that's fine. Like, I don't care. Cause I'm done with this night. Yeah. So she flips them off and they get furious. So then they start yelling and screaming. So Sean is just like, ah, I got this. Don't worry. So he opens up the car window and throws a Red Bull at them. <laughs> so they start losing it. So he jams on the gas and drives through a red light and jumps onto the LIE, which is short for Long Island Expressway. So he, he so they, they take off and they start following us. So I'm just like, oh shit, here they come. <laughs> so Sean's like, I got this. So he start he he steps on the gas. And he starts taking off. Now, keep in mind, we're in this little tiny four-door Saturn. And there's four right? of you. <laughs> and there's four of us. So we start driving, and he goes. Now, the sad part about this story is that all the fine little details have left me over the years. This is, this is a long time ago. And it, I know there was a lot of great details at one point, so, but all I have is kind of like the gist now. Yeah. But the gist is still good. Um, so he's flooring it, and they're chasing after us. And they are furious. I, I mean, they were definitely drunk. Yeah. How much um, older are they than you guys? I don't know if they were that much older than us or if they yeah. were just younger than us. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. They, they could have been younger than us, which yeah. could have made sense. Or they could have been our age. I don't know. Mm -hmm. they, were kind, they were within a five-year span of us. Yeah. So, so we're driving, and uh, they are relentless. And they are keeping up with us at all points. And they are yelling and screaming at us. Now, maybe not the best thing for us to do, but we, we are just dying laughing yeah. at them. To us, this is hilarious. And the more and more they see us laughing and pointing at them, the, piss, the more pissed off they get. 
So there's one kid who I can only describe as looking like the gremlin on the wing of the plane from the Twilight Zone movie. Okay. Not yeah. the not the original episode, but oh, the movie. Not the William Yeah, not the not the William Shatner one. No. The, okay. the one with John Lithgow. Okay. Did you ever see that? No. Okay, Twilight Zone movie, the gremlin from the wing of that. I gotta look this up. You gotta Go ahead, yeah, look it up, look it up. Twilight movie. Twilight Zone movie. Not Twilight movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, Robert Pattinson. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. So this, so this dude that you're looking at, he's got dark circles under his eyes. Yeah, he's 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 got like he's got like a weird like mustache beard like mustache beard devil kind of thing. He's got yeah. like long stringy hair. Yeah. He's got he's like and this is of course this is like um, early two thousand. So he's everything everybody's wearing baggy clothes. Yeah. You know. So this guy hangs out the window. And he pulls out what appears to be like a Zima bottle or something, something like that. Maybe yeah. like a like a Smirnoff ice if that was around. It was. So that- he takes it and he chucks it at us, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" He's throwing bottles at us. Holy! Fu- so and you guys are driving right now. And we're driving, and we're driving fast. Yeah. So we're between eighty and 90, 90 miles an hour right now. Yeah. What's that um, in kilometers? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that. I forgot that you have you don't have that. I don't know. It's a two billion kilometers an hour. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, Holy fuck! <laughs> yeah, it's really fast. So, <laughs> so now there are starting to be cars on the LIE. So what happened was the Zima or whatever he threw bounces off the hood of Sean's plastic Saturn and hits a truck next to us and basically explodes into like shards of glass and alcohol. Holy so it was pretty full. Yeah. Um, so I'm just like, whoa, dude, I was like, he just threw a full bottle of whatever that was at us. I'm like, he threw a full bottle of Zima at us. So everyone's just like, ah, what a, what a pussy. (laughs) 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 You're going to throw some alcohol, make it good stuff. So, uh, so he, so as we're driving, like they, they have, they start throwing more and more bottles of alcohol at us. To the point where we're, we're just like, yo, this is serious. It's kind so of impressive like, also, right? It, well, the, the, the amazing thing is that the kid was hanging out the window halfway up to his waist. Yeah. Doing 80-something miles an hour. Yeah. Right? And and one of the friends is holding him in so that he doesn't fall out of the car. Wait, he's, he's, he's titanicking him? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, he, yes, he's being titanic Oh, shit. So he's throwing shit out the window yeah. at us because Sean threw that one empty Red Bull. Or maybe it wasn't empty. Maybe it was full. I don't know. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter at this point. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, yo, this is serious. So uh, as, as we continue to drive, um, they, they stop for a second. Not, not stop entirely, but they stop throwing stuff. So then they pull up again next to us on the left side, and the kid comes out of the out of the window again. But this time he does not have a bottle in his hand. He's holding an axe. What the fuck? Like a straight up like a like a hatchet axe, like a like a handheld, and he's waving it around at ninety miles an hour, trying to throw it at us. Jesus. So he goes to throw it, and his friend that was titaniking him grabs his arm, and stops him from throwing it. So I yell, yo, he's got an axe. And Sean is like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, he's trying to throw an axe at us. 
And Sean's like, let him throw it. He's not going to catch us. And he slams on the gas. And he oh. goes as fast as this car can possibly go, maybe 95 miles an hour. I don't know if it's going any faster than this. So at this point, we're getting a little bit closer to civilization, and the cars are starting to build up. So keep in mind, this is still like 2 o'clock in the morning or so. Yeah. But there's enough traffic in here to make this whole situation very dangerous. Wait, people, you guys are driving past people right now that are seeing... We're driving, yes, we're driving in between people. And I, I'm like looking around to see if anyone else is even recognizing this as being crazy. Yeah. And I, I'm just not seeing responses. What the fuck? You know? So, so Sean is weaving in between cars, weaving in and out. And he's like, yo, check this out. I saw this on Cops. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes to like tailgate the car in front of us because these guys were chasing right behind us. So he tailgates the car in front of us so close that he's almost touching the bumper. So he, he, he's like, I got one or two things I'm going to do. He's like, I'm either going to push this car slightly over to the right so that they spin out and we can get around and that the car behind us crashes into them. Or he, <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what's going on. Or he goes, I'm going to go really close. And what I'm going to do is make a you know hard left into the left lane and kind of let them go forward into this car. So I'm just like... That Dude, sounds a little safer. Do that. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? So he he um, goes up to this car, and they're right behind us. And Sean gets into the left lane and jams on the brakes. And they go flying ahead of us. So, so they're doing 90 miles an hour. Sean jams on the brakes. We all stop dead. So they stop their car in the middle of the LIE while everyone else is doing like 65, 70 miles an hour and throw it in reverse. What so fuck? Sean throws his car in reverse. And we're starting to drive backwards on the LIE while every other car is going this way. So then Sean hits the brakes and I'm like, yo, you can't do this anymore. We got to go straight. He jams on the brakes. He stops the car. They stop in front of us and they block us in and they get out. What the fuck? So now, so there's a couple of guys. There's like this one big heavy set guy. There's the ratty looking gremlin guy. And then yeah. there's these other two like nondescript white trash guys. <laughs> So they get out and they're holding shit. He's got the axe. The other one's got a bottle. The other one's got like a hammer or something like that. They all have shit. Yeah. And they're just like ready to cause destruction. Yeah. So they're trying to like circle the car. And Sean's like, yo, what do I do? What do I do? And everyone's like yelling. And I'm like looking around. And I'm like, we can't fight them. We don't have weapons. Yeah. And, you know, like, and like not for nothing, but like it's four huge guys versus three guys and a girl. Like we, there's, we don't have a chance. Yeah. So, like, quick decision. I'm like, yo, hit him. And Sean's like, what? I said, hit the gas, hit him. So Sean hits on, hits the gas and goes over and hits one of the kids. And he rolls over the hood of the car, <laughs> hits the windshield, and Sean takes off. They get back in the car. They start chasing us again. And now, <laughs> now it's just full-on high-speed pursuit, right? Holy so fuck. Sean starts weaving in and out, in and out, in and out, doing all these moves that he's seen on like cops or whatever. Yeah. And at some point, like I keep looking behind and they just are not able to keep up with him. And I'm just like, yo, we just have to get back close to our terrain yeah. so that we feel safe and we know where we're going. Because up until this point, we don't know where we are. Yeah. We have no idea where we are. We don't know. We don't know anybody there. We have no backup. I couldn't call someone if I wanted to because I don't even think I had a cell phone. Like, yeah. it was none of that, you know? Um, it was horror movie rules, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, there was dude. no way to get in touch with anybody. It just was impossible. I couldn't call the cops if I wanted to, yeah. you know? I'm surprised that the police have not 
been on this road. The no, because the police. No, because when something bad actually happens, the cops aren't there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like when I'm driving around in my car and I got tints on my window, I get pulled over every other day. Yeah, you know, but like, but but with something like this, there's no cops to be seen. Dude, so um, Sean hits one of them. He hits him. Yeah, I was oh. just like, yo, hit the step on the gas, hit him. Which one did he hit? The big, the big heavy set guy. Yeah, good. Yeah, because um, he was the slowest to get up too. And he couldn't <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs> so, so Sean's pulling all these moves, and I'm like, all we got to do is just get back. Get back into the our side of Long Island, Nassau County. So Nassau County is the side that's bordering on Queens and like like the five boroughs of Manhattan, of, of New York City. Suffolk County is the East End. That's where like Montauk and the Hamptons are and all that kind of stuff. Everything in between that was a giant question mark to us. Yeah. Um. So I'm just like, yo, let's just get back into Nassau County. We'll we'll, we'll know where we're at, what's going on. That's all we got to do is just get back to Nassau County. They're not going to follow us there. For some reason, that was our mindset. Yeah. That they weren't going to cross the border from county to county. Yeah. But the funny thing was is that they didn't. They like gave up. Now, their car, I remember, must have – it was like a it was like a red shitty like sedan or maybe it was like a white shitty sedan, something like that. And I remember specifically having to look back and see where they were so I could tell Sean where they were and where to go. I was helping to navigate the situation. What is so this, Warriors? It kinda, yeah. yeah. So after a couple minutes, I haven't seen them, and I'm looking. I can't find them. So finally, I see this car start to pull up, and I'm like, "Yo, they're back!" And we're in the middle lane, and they're starting to get closer and closer and closer in the left lane. And I turn around to look, and I'm like, "Something doesn't look right." It's the same. I swear, it's the same exact car. Yeah. Now what happens is they pull up, and it was just a car of four Asian people. <laughs> like just smiling and having a great time and looking at us and then one of them took a picture of us what? one of them just like looked at us and like took a picture and just drove along and then that was it and then we get off the exit and I was like what was that I was Man. like what was that I was like did we just imagine everything that just happened <laughs> or was that car evasions shapeshifters yeah I mean I think that's what makes the most sense I think I think that's what makes the most sense. But it was the same exact car. It was the same exact car, and I was just like, "What? What just happened?" Holy shit, dude! It was wild. And then we got home. Like it was, it, it, we couldn't tell the story fast enough. Well, like, you dude, don't even know where what just happened to us. There's so many points that I want to like ask about in that story. Yeah, you guys rolled a kid over with the vehicle. Yes, we hit him with a car. But the problem is, is that. You can't do that much damage because a Saturn is basically a Fisher Price. Car. <laughs> <laughs> it was just straight up plastic. Like you could drop like a piano on the hood of that car, and it would bounce off like it was a freaking trampoline. <laughs> Dude, that is that's that is so terrifying. It was something else, man. It when really, you're in those high was, stakes situations. Also, that was high stakes. When did Sean die? Sean's not dead. Sean should be dead. <laughs> no, let me tell you something. At one point, Sean proclaimed that he would never die. We were, at, <laughs> we were at a barbecue one night, and he goes, I cannot be killed. And I was like, dude, don't say that, man. That's the worst thing to say. That night, he and a couple of friends of mine, this is, so on the north shore of Long Island, there's a, a town called Seacliff. Yeah. And it's, it looks exactly like how the town is named. Yeah. So it's basically just these cliffs on the, side, on the, on the shore of the, the north shore. They're driving around, I don't know what they were doing, doing like 65 miles an hour around these cliffs, just like 
tempting life. Was Sean was Sean driving? Sean was driving. Yeah. Uh, no, was Sean driving? Yeah, he must have been driving. I don't know who else would have been doing that. Yeah. Oh, maybe this other kid. This other kid might have been driving who is in prison right now. Um, <laughs> Sean, Sean, so they're in the car and they like hit a tree or something. Sean goes through the windshield. Holy fuck. 60 miles an hour through the windshield, whatever. He gets back in the car. Cops show up. You guys okay? He's like, yeah, we're fine. Gets back in the car. Goes, goes back. I'm at the beach the next morning. Someone like calls me and is just like, yo, did you hear what happened last night? I'm like, no, what happened? And blah, 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 the whole story. Like we, we, we were whipping around, you know, these turns and all this crazy shit. And, you know, we crashed and Sean went through the windshield and whatever. Like the front and windshield. Yeah. Yeah. Head first. He was fine. And Dude, he was Sean, totally fine. Sean's got to be fucked up. He's immortal. It sounds like it, especially though his game plan to to pit maneuver the vehicle in front of him is yep. ridiculous. Yeah, no, totally <laughs> immortal. Completely immortal. <laughs> Dude, that guy's that's insane. Yeah, he's wild. He we were actually in a band for a short amount of time and and like I think it was like later that summer we were in a band. Yeah. And um or maybe it was the next summer, I forget. It was a decent amount of time in between. And uh, he, sometimes he wouldn't show up to practice because he couldn't wake up from taking naps. And I was like, maybe that's because he went through a windshield at first and didn't go to the hospital. Holy fuck. Dude, he never, so he never even went and got checked out? Never. Oh, dude, definitely Concussion City. Yeah, oh, definitely. Big time. Big dude, time. And like Rocky sometimes he'd be playing and he'd be like, oh, I'm just getting this weird headache. I was like, eh, probably because your brain's broken. Dude, what if he had like a fucking brain aneurysm or something? He could have. He could have. I mean, as far as I know, he's still alive, but I haven't seen him in about two years, so I don't know. So he's dead. Yeah, he could be, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like one of those guys that has an endless amount of stories about like why he should be dead and isn't. Dude, I would not want to be that person. Yeah, he's a, he's 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 so funny too, because like I'll ask him something, he'll be like, yeah, like like so matter of factly, I'll be like, yeah. So you just went headfirst through a windshield, he'll be like, yeah. Like, no, no details. Like, yeah, that's what I did. That's what happened. Oh, dude. And that is, that's frustrating also. Yeah. Because like, what do you mean? What do, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> During the fact, like, dude, the fact that you guys ran someone over. Yes. Or, or hit them. To, sa- to save our own lives, man. Yeah, it was, no, definitely. It was purely defensive. Definitely, and it's definitely. And he wasn't longer. hurt. We couldn't. Well, we could I mean, we couldn't pick up enough speed at that point because he was standing in front of the car. Oh, so he just kind of rolled over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he was standing. He was only like maybe five or ten feet away. Yeah, just like you twenty know? miles. Yeah, and the other guys over. were around us, circling the car already. You know, Dude. so that was our only way out because Sean was just like, "Which way do I go?" And I was like, "You got to go straight, man." And he was like, "He's standing right there." I was like, "Hit him, go, just go." <laughs> Dude, that is, that's the best. That's it's crazy. Best. But I mean, that's, you know, that's kind of shit that happens when you're a teenager. Yeah. You Dude, know? If, if you think back to some of the shit that you did, aren't you like, why? So many times. Like, why? Why so was that th- the choice? So many things I did as a kid, and I'm just like, why would I ever do that? Why? Yeah. Why? Why would I? Why? In in my right mind. And I would, like I said, I never did drugs or yeah. drank or anything. Or, or everything I did was in my right mind. <laughs> which, you know what I mean? which makes it way worse yeah I did a, yeah like i was just like I, like sometimes i would be with people who were just like 
fucked up and they'd be like, yo, we're going to do this. I'd be like, ah, I got nothing else to do. All right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but anyway, um, this being the Halloween episode, we had a short game we wanted to play. <laughs> we're going to call this game Monster Agency 2018. All right. So what we were thinking was... How could we, what, what could we do to, to end our Halloween special, our first ever Halloween special? So we thought of this little idea to, we have to, Brent and I are going to build an agency using a pool of uh, famous monsters from movies. Just try to combine all the things that we talk about. Scary yeah. movies, uh, movies in general, uh, design businesses and shit like that. So the idea here is to build an agency so we have 30 monsters to choose from and we have 10 positions to fill and Brent and I are going to go back and forth. And once these agencies are complete, we want you guys to write in and tell us which agency you would rather work for. And then which one we'll you'd want to be it. the internet. <laughs> yeah. Which one you want to be the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so these are the positions that we have. Creative director, art director, producer, strategist, project management, uh, project manager, copywriter, graphic designer, motion designer, web slash app developer, and intern. Ten positions to fill, thirty monsters to choose from. Now these aren't these aren't just like straight up Dracula, Wolfman. You know these are just like they're all over the board. Should we read? Should we read what they all are? I feel like it'd be funner just to go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. For people to just get... so once 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 a once a monster is chosen, it cannot be chosen again. Okay, so we got to choose wisely here. Should we start from the bottom going up, or should we start from the top and go down? Damn, dude! Now you got me. Because here's the thing: is I wanted to start from the top and go down, mm -hmm. because I want to get the impo important ones right first. Except for, is that unfair? It might be unfair. Also, here's the problem: is I don't know what most of these positions. I know what they do in theory. <laughs> yes. But I can't say well, I've ever worked with a strategist. You, well, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to figure out what it is and figure out who you think is gonna be your best bet in that position. Uh, All right, I'm confident. Should we start from the top down? Should we build an agency like you would build an agency from top down? Yeah, top down. Okay. All right. So first first position to fill, creative director. Now, yeah. would you like to go first? Or you want me to go first? I've been talking a lot. You want to go first? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll okay, take the first one because I really, I think this one's an important role to fill. You got one. Okay, go yeah. ahead. I'm going to take Pennywise It. Pennywise It is going to be a creative director. Yeah. And this is this is my reasoning why. Okay, let me hear. Creative director, shapeshifter, Pennywise It. He can do <laughs> that. Wait, that's your reasoning? <laughs> do you, like, my... <laughs> you could have said so many things about why, why he was like the right position. Well, I think that he is the right position based on... Oh, whoa, you already you already filled it for me. I filled um, it for you, man. You, you're too busy trying to figure out what you're trying to say. Yeah. But go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Why, why is Pennywise your creative director? Because it is a shapeshifter. Mm -hmm. And I think as a, the creative director... <laughs> I just... Dude, I, I don't I, like the way you're just staring at me like it's the worst answer in the world. It's a really bad answer. Like, the choice is good... But the answer is terrible. You don't think that that's an important uh, uh, 
characteristic of a, of a creative director to, to be, be able shapeshifter? to shapeshifter. Yes, but yeah. you're not saying that. You're what? not. I, you, you, okay, here's the thing. As as the intern, I'm teaching you something right now. Yeah, you're gonna be able to explain yourself a lot better than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if we have a project and you're like, "Well, how come this is good?" It's like I don't know. It's kind of like a shapeshifter. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, this my my agency is about to get way worse because I yeah. felt like Pennywise was my strongest. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Let's see. Who am I gonna pick for my creative director? I want to pick. Mm, I have a few things in here. I have one that I really want, but I think I I I want this character for a different position. Yeah, and I feel like I'm gonna. I feel like I'm gonna get him. Um, creative director. Ooh. I'm gonna pick. Okay, so here's one. I'm gonna pick the Ouija board as my creative director. <laughs> Why? Because I just feel like I feel like it has a certain amount of power over people. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's got a power that people just feel like they they don't know what they're up against, so they believe what it tells them, and it trusts what the it people trust what it tells them. So I'm picking Ouija board. Ouija board is the creative director for me. Damn, dude, that's a really good explanation there. Dude, this is this is what I'm telling you, man. You got to learn how to explain yourself. Dude, you were made for this game. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is rigged, man. Is that rigged? We put this together, like, at the same time. It's not rigged. You're rigged. I didn't know you were coming prepared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's you? Okay, so next up is the art director. Who do you got? All right, this is this is a real easy one for me. Okay. Patrick Swayze in Ghost. Oh, how come? The way that he just uh, art directs that, that one, that clay pottery scene. Yeah, you're going strictly on pottery. Yeah, I'm strictly on pottery, but I think that it... Uh, if that was a painting, yeah. the movie would not change. He could have been held holding her hands while she did a painting. Mm. And it would have turned out just as good. You okay. You, you think that, that he's you think that he's got the ability to, to like really kind of like just make sure that the creative is looking good. Yeah. Yeah. He's All definitely right. an art director. Okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough? Yeah, fair enough. Now are you are you mad with any of my picks? Or are you like, damn, I wish I got one of those? Um no. No, I'm pretty good so far because I know my art director pick is right about to blow yours out of the water. All right. My art director pick, the Blair Witch. Oh, shit. You want to talk about art direction? Let's talk about the Blair Witch. The symbolism that is being used all over the place, the way it's being set up, the way it's, it's, the way, the way that the Blair Witch uses the, the art of, you know, like all those twigs tied together in that one mark, the yeah. branding of the Blair Witch and the consistency, second to none. You think that's the Blair Witch, though? Of course it's, it's the Blair, Blair Witch. Who else is doing that? Yeah, I guess. And if it's not the Blair Witch, it's the Blair Witch directing it, art directing it. You know what, though? That's a win. No, dude, because I think the pottery <laughs> in the ghost, or in ghost, is, is way a, better. No, it's, who gives a shit about pottery? Get out of here. Don't the act Blair like you don't love. Yo, the Blair Witch, that whole thing is straight up branding. Every time one of those kids turns around and sees one of those like little like twig logos, they're that instantly terrified. Brand recognition, tops. Damn, dude. That is, that is an award <laughs> right there. Award-winning work. I might need some clarif- 
clarification here on this next position. Okay. Producer. No, no, you don't, you're not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine then. I'm. Th- this might really mess up your your picks because I'm Go just going to randomly pick here. Okay, but you gotta you gotta you gotta explain why. Yeah, right. I will. Okay, I'll hit it hard. Well, what do you think a producer does? Kind of in the word. Yeah, produces things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but I'm thinking music producer. Like, that's where my mind goes. I mean, the producer helps to organize things. Yeah. Helps to set things up. Helps to make sure that things go smoothly, that everyone is in touch, that, that schedules are lined up, like all that type of stuff. That the right people are working on the right jobs. That's, that's, that's your definition for the producer. So why is that not, how is that different from a project manager? Um, because I feel like the producer, the, the producer could be used in a lot of various other things, like on site. If you're okay. doing a, a shoot, the producer. More like a coordinator. Yeah, the project manager is a little bit more of an in-house type of thing where I think it's just like making sure the projects um, are being done according to schedule and the clients are being taken care of. You know what I mean? Producer is not is more along the lines, I think, of managing the team. Project manager is a little bit more on the client side, I like to think. Okay. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So with that being said, then... Mm-hmm. I'm picking Bud from Toy Story. The oh, bully. The, the bully with the with the skull shirt. Yeah. He's going to be his name Bud? I don't know. I think so. It oh sounds right. Yeah. It's close enough. I want to call him Buzz, but... Buzz. No, that's, that's Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm going to go with Bud because of uh, the way he... Yeah. Shit. Oh, <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm on like... I'm allergic to your just, answer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to take Bud because of the way that he, you know, reins in all those toys and keeps things coordinated. Okay. That's my only reason. Okay. Sure. Sick shirt. It is a sick shirt. That's nice true. sneakers. Um, Good imagination. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a sociopath. All right. I got you. <laughs> I am going to take uh, the Countess Vampire from the movie Once Bitten starring Jim Carrey. So why though? <laughs> um, she just like really knows what she wants, and she really knows how to organize all of her minions to get him to her lair, so she can drink his blood and maintain her youth. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm putting together a solid agency. I don't know though, dude. My mine is so far game. funner to work at for sure. All right, go ahead. Yeah, let's say. Do well. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to succeed? Or do you want to just like have a good time? I just want to be like uh Because you know Bud is like showing up late like every day. <laughs> You're gonna be like, yo, where's the producer? It's like, I don't know, man. He's show he's showing up late again, leaving early. Yeah, but then we got Pennywise and Patrick Swayze. Like, I mean Pennywise, I can get down with Pennywise. Patrick Swayze, I feel like he's a one trick pony, honestly. I think he's art directing a couple of things. I don't think I don't think he's a, a I don't think he's able to handle all the different shit that you're gonna need. At so this, we only at this so we only do one or two good case studies, but they they feed us for the rest of the year, based on okay. those. All right, all right. All right. All right. Who do you got for your strategist? <sighs> Shrek. Shrek. Yeah, Shrek. <laughs> Did you even know Shrek was in there? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. The, 
the way he uh, rounds up all the the fairy tale creatures, uh-huh. and he gets his swamp back, mm. and it's very strategical. You like that? You like the strategy that he has to get the the everybody together and get everything back. Yeah. Okay. Um, my choice, and you might not know even who this is because you didn't see the movie. Black Philip is the possessed goat from the movie The Witch. Now that he is essentially Satan. Dude, himself. this is fucking cool. Yeah. Um, who is better at strategy than Satan himself? Tempting people left and right, trying to like get people to do whatever he wants just by like promising them fake shit. So wait, is your agency just promising fake shit? Is that what you're telling me? No, but I just know that he knows he's got to do what he's got to do to get things done. I'm jealous of that. I'm jealous of that pick for sure. That's my secret weapon right there. Yeah. Black Phillip is my strategist. Yeah, that's He's coming important. in. Yo, any job that we're trying to pitch on, he's selling. I don't care what it is. We're walking in there. Black Phillip is doing the strategy presentation. We got it. We got that job. Yeah, you're right. The devil can sell Hell everything. Yeah. Damn, dude. But he's you know the what? ultimate salesman. Fuck. Dude, I think that might have just crushed the agency right there. It definitely crushed it. You're done. I, I might be able to come back. There's some, right, still some see. really good picks. All right. Okay. Project manager. Got, yeah, project manager. Who's your project manager? It's hard not just picking the ones I want to pick in yeah. hopes that they don't get picked. Yeah, you got it. Well, you got to go for the best choice. <sighs> project manager is a tough one. Yeah. For a monster. Yeah, they're they're really not organized. <laughs> no, I feel like most monsters are not organized. Now I'm hoping. This is a good choice. I'm uh-huh. going to go with Patrick Bateman. Okay. I wish that I could give you better reasoning. I mean, I knew Patrick Bateman was going to be good for something. I didn't think that project manager would have been the best place for him. Why don't you have pro- why don't you have Patrick Bateman as your strategist or your producer even? It's too late now. Dude, now I'm Position's like has been filled. <laughs> now I'm like Now I'm like, all right. I got to look up Patrick Bateman and really dig deep here and, and decide why I chose this one. <laughs> yeah. um, I feel like he's somebody I could trust. Yeah, you think so? He's very detail-oriented. Yeah. He is very detail-oriented. Yeah. That's true. I mean, he has that whole spiel about like Genesis, right? Mm. Do I remember that? It's when he's like crazy. You know, like when he's got that girl at his apartment and he's like, He's he's playing. What is he playing? Genesis or something like that. He's talking about uh, the music and the re- and the recording of it, whatever. And then he kind of goes crazy and throws a chainsaw at her. <laughs> Dude, my mind constantly goes back to the original. Um, original. What's Psycho based on? Um, Psycho or, or American Psycho? American Psycho. Yeah, it's based on a book. No, there's there's. Nope, it's based on a book. No. It's a book that they turned into a movie. American. Dude, now I'm all fucked up, dude. You're uncultured as shit. <laughs> Damn it, man. I mean, at least you got Patrick Bateman and Psycho in the same sentence, even though you're completely <laughs> off base about what either one is about. No, dude. American, American I definitely Psycho. seen American Psycho. I remember American the movie. Psycho. Do you know? Do you know what American Psycho is? American Psycho is when it's like all the businessmen in the 80s 
mm-hmm. and 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 Christian Bale is Patrick Bateman, and he's kind of like a sociopath, and he turns Dude, into why a am I mixing? Killer. Yeah, but why am I mixing? Because I've definitely seen this. Why am I mixing American Psycho up with regular Psycho? Yeah. Oh, because of like oh, hmm, interesting. Uh, his last name is Bates. Yes. Oh, Bates and Bateman, Psycho. It's, I never put those two together. Why am I making? I'm mixing Psycho up with American Psycho. You are. That's what it is. Yeah. It's still a great choice. It is a great choice, even though you have no idea what. You just like, you just like stepped in a pile of golden shit, is what you did. Isn't that how it happens? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. My project manager is the electric gremlin from Gremlins 2. Now. That is the that is the electricity gremlin that like shoots through all the telephone lines and everything. Yeah, I've seen that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for people at home that have listened that have seen Gremlins too, they know that the electric gremlin is a good choice of project manager. That's all I'm saying. He shoots through all he he's a gremlin that turned into electricity. And you just see him shoot through screens and like telephone headsets and shit like that. What does he so do to manage anything? He's on top of everything, man. He's bouncing back and forth. He's answering all the phone calls. He's doing everything, man. He's on top of it. He's got his he's got his project management board up on that screen. That he's he's electricity, dude. He's quick. He's fast. All that shit's getting done like yesterday. He's he's in. I hired that guy, and he's getting a bonus every year. I'm telling you that right now. I'm gonna definitely say that that I do have a better project manager, and I yeah, didn't even know I, it. I, you know what? You know, <laughs> Patrick Bateman's good, but I feel like he's a fragile. He's he you you he he's gonna crack under the pressure. Electric Gremlin's not cracking under the pressure. Yeah, right. Patrick Electric... Bateman's gonna crash under pressure and start <laughs> murdering people. That's exactly. <laughs> Electric Gremlin, he's he's doing what he's got to do, and he's got a one track mind, man. He's gonna get it done. That's it. Copywriter. Copywriter. Yeah. Easy this one's one hard for me. This this oh, is an easy one for you. Easy one for me. Do you maybe maybe I, I also got a plan B. You have a oh. copywriter. Mm-hmm. My only this person that we able to choose. My only reference to them is through the office. Okay. Krampus. Krampus. Okay. Do you know what Krampus is? Is that uh, the the? It's like the opposite of uh, Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why? Why is Why is Krampus a good copywriter? Well, I feel like Santa's probably <laughs> like, writing a lot. You think that like Krampus would be really good at writing tags? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me see here. Yes, uh, uh, So he's like the is he like the devil Santa or what? Working on a TV company here. <laughs> <laughs> working on a snack company. Uh, you can't pop just one. No, no, that's not good. <laughs> Dude, I feel like it's a decent it's a decent choice for sure. Krampus? Yeah. Uh, why? Yeah, but why? Because he's got a list and he's checking it twice. Does, yeah, all right. So he's got a list. I, we got a list right here. Doesn't make us good copywriters. <laughs> Doesn't make me a good copywriter. Clearly. <laughs> all right. All right. My turn. I'm picking Johnny Depp from The Secret Window. You know why? Why? Because he's a fucking writer. In the movie, he's a novelist. Done. I just schooled you on that because you just don't know your you don't know <laughs> uncultured. Dude, I started watching this movie maybe a month ago. 
Really? I've seen it on Netflix and I I fell asleep. I fell asleep. We got no excuse then. You should have known that he was a copywriter. (sighs) Ah, fuck. That's a setup and you failed. (laughs) Oh, so, okay. So here's, here's where it hits closest to home. Who's your graphic designer? Got a lot of good choices on the board right now. Yeah, well, do we have a lot of good choices? No, not really. <laughs> I got as, a, as a graphic designer, I'm like, none of these monsters could uh, be graphic designers. Man. I got, a, I got some thoughts. I definitely got some thoughts. I feel like as a graphic designer, you want somebody that's going to be working all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with Bigfoot. Bigfoot, okay. Because nobody even knows where Bigfoot is. You know what, though? Bigfoot, he's probably got, like, the beard going on. He's from the Pacific Northwest. It's, like, a very Portland thing. That's, like, No, very... he's from the Midwest, for sure. For sure. No, he's not. He's Pacific Northwest. Well... That's, like, Bigfoot. That's, like, that's like where he's famous from being from. Regardless. Great graphic designer. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm supporting your oh, choice. Oh, you're supporting my choice. I'm I saying you're it's a to... good choice. No, because I'm saying he just looks like a... Like a stereotypical like Portland designer. Like he's probably yeah. got like flannel on and like a beanie. You know? Yeah. I mean I, I love that you're defending my answer for me. I think it, it's a, it I think me, it's I think it's a good choice. Yeah, it makes me feel good about my list. I think it's I think it's a good choice. I think it's a good choice. <laughs> now for me and this is this is this is coming from you know, this is like a person this is like a personal choice. Like like if if the if the if Bigfoot and this and this one came to interview at my agency, I'm not picking Bigfoot because I feel like maybe he's a little too cliche. You know what I'm picking? I'm picking the Jersey Devil for my graphic designer. Oh, dude, why? Because I just feel like first of all, I feel like I identify with the Jersey Devil. You have too many he's devils from, on your team. Not enough devils. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many devils do I have? Black Phillip. And the Jersey Devil, that's only two. Yeah, it's too many. Two too many. The, listen, the Jersey Devil, he he left his home because he felt like he didn't fit in. He has been on his own for a while. He's been coming up with various ways to scare the villagers of, of South Jersey. He's got yeah. probably like listens to cool music. Um, it, there's always been like stories about like his the aesthetics of what the Jersey Devil looks like. So I imagine he probably dresses pretty cool, which means like he's got a good handle on, you know, like just like style in general. So I feel like the Jersey Devil, good choice for my agency. But That's bad choice agency. for an agency. Maybe for maybe for a regular agency like your agency, like a fucking <laughs> like a boring one, but not Dude, at my agency. <laughs> at the end of this, do our agencies need names? Um I mean, maybe, but that might be too have... much work. Yeah, I don't know. For me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up, we got motion designer. I'm picking Kitty from Monsters Inc. And which one? Which one is that? That's the big blue, the big like blue. John Goodman one. Yeah. Why? Why is? Why are you picking? That? Well, this is my reasoning. Pixar. He yeah. spent a lot of time with Brad Bird. Okay. He knows his motion. Okay. He's going to do a great job. He understands motion. Hmm. This is making my choice kind of tough. 
because I feel like you're getting someone a little bit more modern than what my choice was going to be. So I'm not going to choose that one. I feel like, see, like I already have my web and app developer picked out, and I don't want to use that person for my motion designer. Oh, damn, you have your web and app I do. I've had my eye on this one for a while. Um... Yeah, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change. You know who I'm gonna take from my motion designer? Dude, I'm I'm nervous right now. Do you feel like I maybe got the better motion designer? No. I'm gonna choose Slenderman for my motion designer. Fuck, dude, that was gonna be my app developer. Nice. I'm picking Slenderman, probably for the same reason you had the app developer. This guy's all over the place. He's he's he is he is um uh, how can I put this? He he is he's on point with what's happening today. And in a motion designer, you need someone who is ahead of the curve. You know Slender what? Slender Man would... is ahead of the curve. Dude, I'm gonna disagree with you very much right there. You don't think he's ahead of the curve? No, I don't think you need to be ahead of the curve. For a motion think... designer? Yeah, no, I think what we're doing the frame by frame is more important than that after effects motion design shit. Who's to say that Slender Man's doing anything in After Effects? He's ahead of the curve. He's thinking ten steps ahead of what every other agency's doing. Yeah, that's he's, true. He's going back. He's going forth. He's he's stretching and pulling and squashing and moving and he's doing things analog and digital and he's like, this guy's all over the place, man. And he's Ridiculous. slender. And he's slender. He's he, you don't he doesn't have to eat much, man. He's just gonna sit and render. <laughs> you call him Render Man. That's what I'm gonna call him. He's Render Man now. <laughs> Oh man, who do you who do you got for your web and app developer? I could go with a few here. Yeah, all of them I would explain equally as bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like like a rock paper scissors for me at this point. Okay, all right. So, in this weird way, I'm like, I better try to pick someone that mm -hmm. John really wants. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think my agency is going to be doing doing much web or, or app-based products. Based on – I'm looking at your agency right now. It's weak as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hiring this agency. Your art director is, is a one-trick pony. Your, your project manager is, is, is a, a, fragile, a fragile mind. <laughs> Dude, you really don't like Patrick Swayze, hey? I just think it's. I just think out of out of all the choices, he brings the least amount to the table. He's I think like, he oh, really. Let me, let me just sit there and let me just sculpt. No, no, no. Let me empower you to sculpt. Empa all right, all right, okay, all right. I'll let that slide. All right, my web app developer. Yeah, go ahead. The nun. The nun. Okay. Yeah. How come? Flashy. Flashy. All right. <laughs> Dude, I love how when I say my one-word answer, you stare at me <laughs> waiting for more, <laughs> and I never just, deliver. There's nothing there, man. It's just it's a hollow thing. Like, okay, take the nun for your app developer and see what I care. I <laughs> <laughs> just like, I, I walk in there, I'm just like, oh, what are you guys developing? And I see the nun sitting there. I'm not impressed. I mean, you might not see her, though. She might be over your shoulder I guess, watching Paul. your apps being developed. Oh, so she's a thief. Yeah. So she's stealing all the ideas. So she's yeah. doing. She's pulling the old 
like Instagram versus Snapchat thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, dude. We're Instagram for sure. All right. Well, I'm about to one up you. My my app developer is the lawnmower man. Dude, I don't even know who the lawnmower man the is. The lawnmower man is the internet, dude. You know, I don't even need. <laughs> I don't even need an app developer because the lawnmower man is already within the internet. Holy the shit, lawnmower, dude. Yeah, you're done. Fucking done, man. This guy's an app. Yeah, he is. He's his own app. He can, he's an app that can just create apps. I don't even have to pay him. He's an app already. He's just an app that's just oh. going to create the apps for me. Dude, I'm pretty impressed with this with this poll. Yeah, I know. We need a way to measure our uh, agencies up against each other. Yeah, we're going to do it by people voting in. Telling <laughs> us which one they like better. Who would you rather work for? <laughs> All right. The last and maybe most important position. Who was your intern? Yeah. Who was the one that you are bringing in to start a podcast with? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... I want to find somebody that I can... I see a little bit of myself in them. Oh, I know who you're picking. <laughs> do you want to make the Do you want to make the guess? I don't even have to. Okay, yeah, I'll make the guess. You're picking Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna pick Chucky, but I was like, I don't need two of him. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. All right, Chucky. Go ahead. That's, and, that's... and 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 just give me a quick explanation besides that you you see yourself in him. When my when my sister first started dating her her now husband, mm-hmm. he used to call me Chucky all the mm. time. So it's a, it's a, it's been a long road. <laughs> That's the only reason. It's my only reason. It's been a long road. I don't expect him to do much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I see. I see. You have a very high standard for your agency. Um, my selection for intern. Slimer. I don't even know who Slimer is, man. You don't know who Slimer is? Have you ever seen the movie Ghostbusters? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, and I googled Slimer and it's... Don't google it. You don't even know who Slimer is? Yeah, I know I do. Do you? Yeah, I do. Do you? Yeah, I mean, like, it's been a long, long time. For sure. Oh, my God. All right, I, listen. I watched this when I was, like, five. I mean... Coming from a person that I, I like, Ghostbusters is literally my Bible. This is so offensive to me. So Dude, I think I think this is like another Jurassic Park moment where twice now on the podcast you brought up Ghostbusters and I'm like, meh. I'm just like, I feel like I've been stabbed in the heart over and over again with, with your friggin' movie knowledge. This nonsense. Slimer, I'm going to give you a reason why even though you don't friggin' understand you, you, you're telling me I got too many devils. I'm like a little too sharp with yeah. my agency. Maybe we're a little too metropolitan for your tastes. Yeah. Slimer comes in. He brings the fun. He's lighthearted. He's, got, he's bringing snacks for everybody. He's goofing around. He's got the music blasting. Everybody loves, oh, Slimer's here. He's high-fiving people when he walks in. He's staying late to help people out. Slimer rounds out the entire agency. You know what? I got to watch a clip of Slimer. You gotta watch a clip of Slimer. He's fun. He's sitting there in Ghostbusters. He's eating hot dogs. But guess what? He's a ghost, so the hot dogs go right through him and they're landing on the floor. Yeah, it's dude, hilarious. he kind of looks like an asshole. 
Yeah, well, he's not. He's cool. I'm not impressed with the answer. Not impressed with Slimer. All right, no. so here's what we do. do. Should we talk about the 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 people the uh, the monsters that were left out that did not get picked? Yeah. All right. So first one that did not get picked, El Chupacabra, not which picked. I I wish that one got picked. I feel like he should have got picked. Yeah. But he just he wasn't good enough. Yeah. His resume was not quite there. I don't know what I would have picked him for that would have been better than someone else. I mean, I'm looking at my lineup right now. My lineup is deadly. I mean, we're winning all the awards. Yeah, but we're a close second, and you know what? Sometimes you gotta, you gotta. Honestly, I'm lo- I'm looking at, I'm looking at your lineup. I'm seeing two choices that I like. I'm looking at my lineup. I feel good about every position filled. Wait, what? What? What don't you like about my list? First, I mean, you got Shrek in there as the strategist. I'm telling you, if you see this weird green gigantic guy probably sweating a lot trying to sell a nice. strategy to a client, nice. nobody Friendly. wants that. Nobody Friendly. Nobody wants He's just like sweating a lot. He probably <laughs> smells like donuts or something. Like nobody wants. Like he's not selling anything. I got I got Black Phillip in there. Smooth. Smooth talker. Is charming. Charismatic. Can convince anyone to do anything like not I'll give close. you not close. so but do you feel like your agency is kind of a bunch of assholes <laughs> <laughs> wait hold on hold on let's go through who we haven't picked first okay and then, and then we'll go back and we'll just reiterate who we picked for our agency so that people can write it and tell them which agency they like better uh, yeah okay so uh the next one is the garthok do you Which know what the Garthok is? No idea. Do you ever see the movie Coneheads? Do you know uh, what a Conehead is? Yeah, I've seen the movie poster for it, and I've seen some scenes from it. Okay, so basically it's these um, aliens that come down from another planet. They have Coneheads. It's yeah. from an old Saturday Night Live skit with Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin. Okay. Uh, and it was redone with like Chris Farley and everybody. You, wait, you yeah. don't know Dan Aykroyd? He's Canadian. No, I know Dan Aykroyd. All I'm right, yeah, it's probably on like your dollar bill or something. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. So they, they, they blend into society in New Jersey by like taking like regular jobs and everyone just is like used to the fact that they have cone heads. But um Michael McKean and David Spade work for the government and they're trying to capture them because they're aliens. Uh their alien ship comes down, brings them to their home planet, and um they they go up to like the king of the aliens or whatever, and he tells them that his punishment for being caught or whatever is that he has to narfle the Garthok. And that means he has to fight this giant prehistoric creature. And it's just like, it's a Garthok. And it's just like this like big beast with like a single eye. And it's just like really clumsy, but like really terrifying. No wonder it didn't get picked. It didn't get picked. With with good reason. Yeah. Who do we got next that did not get picked? Leprechaun. Yeah, this was your other guy. Leprechaun (laughs) from like... Fuck. Yeah, you could have picked him, man. You could have like dual interns, like battling over which one is you. You know what? Maybe you... would he be a good strategist for me? The leprechaun. He knows where the gold is. Yeah, yeah. Leprechaun would have been a good choice. Would have been a good choice. Better than Shrek. Yes, I think pretty much any one of these would have been better than Shrek. <laughs> uh, the next one, perhaps better than Shrek, a killer tomato. 
which I have no idea. What is yeah, that from? From the movie Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. No, nothing on it. No idea. <laughs> Never seen All it. Right. Okay, the next one. Poster is oh. awesome, though. Yes, the next one. A, a, a Cloverfield baby. Did you ever see the movie Cloverfield? No. Is that the handheld camera with... Uh, yes. T.J. Uh, Miller? Yeah, okay. I've seen parts of it. J.J. Abrams? It's so sad, dude, because I literally will go to bed and I'll put on a movie and I'll, yeah. I'll just fall asleep. Yeah, well, that's... yeah. yeah that's, so, like, I've seen to... the beginning of all of these movies. Uh, have you? you seen I the mean, beginning of Cloverfield? So the Cloverfield babies... So Cloverfield was this giant monster. The mm-hmm. babies that fell off of it were, like, these tiny little versions of it that were crazy and fast and intense and all over the place mm-hmm. would have been a great project manager maybe maybe a little disheveled maybe not maybe a good uh uh i don't know it's they're they're intense could have been good for something i've seen the trailer for cloverfield okay how, see a many lot stars, of how many stars are you giving cloverfield five five stars all right the netflix version yeah or like they bought the rights to it correct no, they well. No, it was just a, a sequel. Ten okay. Cloverfield Lane. No, not that one. The one that came after it. Yeah. The next, the third Cloverfield. Yeah. 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 Which didn't do so well. No, it didn't. People said it wasn't that good. I still haven't yeah. watched it yet. Cloverfield um, was my wife and my first date. We went to see the midnight showing of Cloverfield in uh, uh, Lincoln Center in Manhattan. Whoa. Yes. Fun fact. Damn, dude. 2008. January 2008. And you enjoyed it? I loved it. it you guys great. left the movie the, talking about it. Yeah. But it also had like that, like one of those, um, those like, uh, what do they call those things? Like those like role playing, like internet games, like leading up to it, where there's like fake websites about it and like all this like build up, you know, like. That's so cool. Yeah, it was, it was fun because we got really into it when we, we met and the end of 2007 and that's when they were really promoting it and we yeah. were both really into it so it became like a thing and then we went to go see it and it was it was you know great and then we got married yeah um, four months later yeah <laughs> <laughs> the next one masked dorian from the mask do, do you know you, what that is no because Dor- masked dorian do you know what the mask is starring jim carrey oh yeah yeah oh dude dorian okay yeah, yeah dude that's a yeah. oh, fuck <laughs> Dude, I read been, that. He could have been anything. <laughs> Fuck. Dorian, man. He was in charge of that whole gang. God damn it. What actor is that? Um, oh, I can't remember his name. Ah, dude, I like that dude as an actor. Yeah, he's good. I just watched Mask two weeks ago when I was at that wedding at, at my hotel. Should've, Mask You should have known to pick Mask Dorian. Fuck. Dude, well, why did I read that? Masked Dorian. From the mask, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know, man. I don't know. It was a good choice. Oh, the next one is Badge from Are You Afraid of the Dark? This one is highly um, obscure. What Badge was, it was so weird. You should look this up. You should. It's on YouTube, I think. So there used to be this TV show called Are You Afraid of the Dark? Did you ever see it? No, but I work with a guy who actually wrote for it. Really? Yeah, he wrote a few episodes. That's amazing. Ask him yeah. about Badge. I'm, dude, I'm gonna. You should. So it was about like this weird, like, like badger man creature. Um, and it was pretty horrifying. Like when I watched it when I was younger, even as an adult watching it, the makeup for this character is horrific. 
Um, so I highly suggest watching it. But he could have been he could have been good for something. What? I'm not quite sure. Maybe I mean, copywriter. He was very poetic. Was he? Yeah, kinda. You'll see. Yeah, when I watch it, <laughs> you'll see. Yeah, <laughs> you'll see when everyone shits all over your list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one is Candyman. Honestly, I, I don't know what Candyman's good for. Dude, I don't even know. Is that is that a movie? Yeah, it was a movie. I've never seen it. <laughs> okay. Dude, this about, is this how about hurts this me. One? How about this one? The troll from Ernest Scared Stupid. So is this like Ernest? Like yeah, uh, Ernest. Definitely yeah. seen all the all of those movies when I was younger. Do you remember the troll from it? No, no. not at all. I mean, it probably would have. It still would have been a better choice in Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, the last one that didn't get picked is the Meg. So from the movie The Meg with uh, Jason Statham. Yes. Yeah. Jason Statham's badass. Yeah, but, but uh, that's not the Meg. Yeah, the Meg was pretty badass. Was it? He was Rain Wilson from The Office was in that. There's your Office connection. Fuck. What was the other Office connection? Did you see the had? Meg? I did see the Meg. Uh, Krampus. It was pretty rough. Oh yeah, right, right, right. It was pretty okay, rough, so, not good. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty rough. Let's um, let's recap, shall we? Yeah. So for creative director, I had a Ouija board. You had, had Pennywise. Yes. Right? I would say that's a tie. That's a, okay, I'll take that. Art director. I had the Blair Witch. <laughs> you had Patrick Swayze in Ghost. I, tie, clearly, I, I, I clearly dominate that one. Clearly. Just on the branding alone. But do you respect my decision? No. I think it's a shit decision. I honestly think it's a shit decision. <laughs> I feel like Patrick Swayze from Ghost as an art director isn't doing shit. I feel like he's too busy whining about stuff to, to actually get anything done. I'm dead. <laughs> I miss my family. Yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> my girlfriend. Uh. She doesn't notice me because I'm dead. <laughs> That's not what I need in an art director. I'm going to get things done. All right. Producer, I had the Countess Vampire from One Bit Once Bitten. You had Bud from Toy Story. <laughs> uh, again, I don't know where your head's at. <laughs> Dude, if you look at the lists, all mine are children's shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You're right. This is so strange. So you have like all children's shows except for Patrick Bateman and Pennywise, who is a child predator, by the way. <laughs> this is all making sense oh my god oh my god you have a child predator in charge of your child agency oh fuck. what is wrong with you we gotta oh terminate my, my agency oh my god ah oh, your agency should be called like 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 predator llc or something <laughs> oh. all strategist right. I got Black Phillip, the devil himself, Satan, Beelzebub. People like and... Shrek. <laughs> yeah. I want to see, I want to see, um, I don't know, like a major Fortune 500 company take pitches. And I want to see my agency walk in with Black Phillip pitching a strategy versus your Shrek. Pitching a strategy. I just thought of this. 
Shrek convinces a human to be an ogre for the rest of her life. Except she was always an ogre. No, no, no. But she could have been a human if she didn't marry Shrek. Black Philip has convinced everyone of everything for the entirety of humanity. I mean, you win. You win here. <laughs> I mean, you have an easy way to, to fight me on that. You could just say, yeah, well, to convince everyone to make a bad decision. Oh. But you didn't think of that, so you lose that one. Well, is it a bad decision, though? I mean, for my agency, no. Everything's a decision. <laughs> <laughs> Project manager, Electric Gremlin versus Patrick Bateman. I win. I win there. Remember? Remember? Uh, I'm still, I'm, I'll tell you what, man. I'm feeling good about my agency. Yeah, but Gremlins too sucked. No. Wait, what did I give it? I can't be saying that out loud on the podcast, <laughs> and I don't even know what I rated it. I think it. you gave it zero dinosaurs. I don't know. If anything, I'll say it's a tie. But I know that one day Patrick Bateman is going to crack and not show up to work like for two weeks. <laughs> and everyone's going to be like, where is he? <laughs> the electric gremlin's going to still be bouncing around the phone line making sure that everything is answered. So you think tie? I, I'll give you tie at, the, at best. Uh, copywriter Johnny Depp in Secret Window versus Krampus. He's got a list. He's checking it twice. I, you know what? I th- th- This is, I mean... Johnny Depp is, is a writer in The Secret Window. He's a, he's a writer. That's his job. So is that just writer. such an easy choice? It's an easy choice, but... That I didn't Krampus, pick. <laughs> yes. But Krampus, I can even... I, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to a Krampus in the copywriter position, so I could see that. So you could see a tie here. Yeah. Graphic designer, Jersey Devil versus Bigfoot. Honestly, Big. I just feel like that's East Coast versus West Coast. it's also i'm gonna pick jersey devil you're gonna pick bigfoot all day you got a beard i don't i have a beard oh yeah kind of yeah i guess (laughs) you could call that a beard i guess (laughs) (laughs) i'll call that a tie yeah all right i just feel like that's like east agency versus west west coast agency this is biggie versus tupac yeah um motion designer i got render man A.K.A. Slenderman. Who's never touched any animation in his he life. He doesn't have to. <laughs> and you got Kitty. <laughs> Who is just animated. Well, his name is Sal. A... Sal. Which I... Sal. That's a good name. It's a good Italian yeah. name. Yeah. Think right. about that. All right. All right. I don't have a problem. If I... if Yeah, I don't know. All right. You want to take a tie on that? Actually, I think I take that one, though. We got Brad Bird behind us. Yeah, you do. Kitty can call up Brad Bird. That's true. Say but hey. Brad Bird is not hired. No, 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 but it's like Kitty's mentor for sure. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. What does All Slender right. Man have? Nothing. He's in no, the woods so, by himself. Uh, All right. Sure. <laughs> All right. The app developer. I got Lawnmower Man, who is the internet. And you have the nun, who probably will never use the internet. Here's the thing is our agency is not really focusing on app or web development anyway, so we're probably going to terminate the position. You're going to terminate the nun? Yeah. She's fired. Yeah. Firing a nun. Yeah. Horrible. Right. Nun. What, where's the, where are the ethics of your company? The first person you, you fire is a nun? <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. Our strategist is a predator. <laughs> what is that? What is that? Um... What is that website like where people like anonymously like go on and like rate the places that they work? 
They, they work oh. at. Because people are write, writing in about your agency. Like, <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. Like the, the boss is a child predator and they're firing the nun. Like what, what message oh, you're talking, does that send? Yeah. You're so, just like thumbs up child predator, thumbs down, you know, nice old lady who's just trying to help out. I'll give you, you take the win there. Obviously. You know what though? You realize that so far it's been pretty, pretty even. It's been mm. a lot of ties. And then mostly wins for me. Which one have you won? Kitty. All right. Okay. So you got your motion designer, even though you're not doing app development. I'll so your I'm... motion designer is just going to, but we don't even have like video guys on this or video people. Yeah. So your motion Would... designer, what is the motion designer doing? Would you have taken the Blair Witch for the, for the video, for the uh, videographer? No. No, my Blair, Blair Witch as the art director, I stand by. That's a solid choice. No, no sorry. Um, but then who are you using as your videographer? Uh, Cloverfield Baby. Yes, Cloverfield Baby. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. That's the choice because that Cloverfield Baby is all over the place. Yeah. Intense. Doesn't, doesn't care what the situation is. It's there. <laughs> it's done. And then, of course, for the last one, Intern. And I had Slimer. And you had yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I feel like mine was a better choice. Sure. I hired a child, essentially. I mean, it's, I, I, that's just like reflective upon me, I guess, though. The so I can't, I, can't, I can't go against the Chucky choice because then that, that's going against me as a person. Yeah, personally. I mean, you, chose, you literally chose. I already did that. <laughs> so I guess I have to give it to you because otherwise I'm going against all my decisions and I can't do that. So I'll give that to you, I guess. So I think that makes our agencies pretty pretty tough toe to toe. All right. Well, let's uh, let's see what let's see what everyone else thinks. Um, write in. Let us know which agency you think you would rather work for. We'll post the uh, we'll or post the results we say, up on. Which agency would you rather work for, and which agency do you think will be more the most successful? You got to answer both of those questions. I think that was um, a pretty successful first Halloween special. What do you think? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and to celebrate this, um, I have a Halloween playlist that I have carefully and expertly curated um, using the first the first song on there is a song called "Beneath the Autumn Sun" by Dead Blue Sky. It's a it's a metal band. It was the soundtrack to our Kings Park murder adventures. Um, so think about that when you're thinking about the stories that I was telling when you hear that. Um, so that'll be up there too. Uh, of course, as always, please try to rate and re review the podcast if you can. Uh, it helps boost us up on the, uh, on the old podcasting charts. You know, right? It helps. <laughs> It helps. God, I hate having to do that shit. But you know, it does help, I guess. Whatever. We have to con if it's not one algorithm I got to get into, it's another one. So, You know what? It's actually fun, too, reading those reviews. Like people, I do like the reviews, yeah. Yeah. People write yeah. funny stuff. Yes, people do. They, they, their reviews are a lot of fun. So if you can do that. And then, of course, Brand by Hand is available now everywhere in the world, all over the place. Um, so go on Amazon if you want, Barnes & Noble, whatever, like wherever you get books. Go grab it. And if you're on Amazon, I might as well leave a review there too. Um, let me know what you think of the book. Um, been getting good reviews so far. I've been really liking everybody high-fiving the cover of the book. It's been pretty sweet. Um, That's awesome. 
I definitely didn't plan for that, but I love that that's what people are doing. Um, check us out at uh, Contino Studio on Instagram. And for any questions or comments, um, and to also you know pick your favorite agency, uh, go to nosecast.com. And uh, I don't know, you got anything spooky to leave everybody with, Brent? Um, do I have anything spooky to leave yeah. people with? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, All right, time's up. Vote for me. See you later. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. Stay up! A frozen break that paralyzes the truth! Melted down the source of freaking throw!